いらっしゃいませ。Just like, did your voice just crack in the middle of that? Or something? No, I don't think so. <laughs> that was intentional. Yeah, it was, it was all. You meant to do that. Hi! Hello! Hi. Welcome to this week's episode of A4 Play. I am your host because Mark is in Seattle.、Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin, Gaming JJ,、uh, JJ, <laughs> Gaming JJ. Yeah.、Uh, and with me is our regular cast, plus one old friend and favorite, fan favorite maybe? I don't know. Really?、Uh, Alex. Beloved. Uh, Alex. Uh, I'm sorry, wait a minute. Hold on. Al, ex Resident Evil fan. Oh, that's not true. Are you, are you But, foreshadowing the fact that he might not like Resident Evil anymore? Yes. Uh oh. Uh oh. What's like happening?、Uh-oh. What was his old nickname? Drop him bombs. Something about burning pubes or something? Oh, oh Jungle Fire. Jungle, jungle Fire. fire yeah. yes. In case you forgot who we're talking about. Right. Uh, and uh, sitting to the left of him uh, is uh, John, you can take your pick. Uh, John Motherlover, Richardi, or Richiardi, or whatever. Whatever. <laughs> or, or, or John Buffet Sausage. <laughs> I don't know what either means, so you're going to have to explain it. Also, also, just so you know, I'm to Alex's right, not his left. Well,、It's、you're、good. on, you're on oh, my it's left. It's your left.、Mm. Yeah, whatever.、Um, <laughs> Motherlover comes from、already. a tweet that you sent to uh, uh, Bill Trinan、uh, saying that you wanted to read stories to his mother. Oh, right, right. <laughs> Over the Bill phone. Trinan, known as the white man, friend of the show. Yeah, because he was, he was asking about Alan's book. Alan, who we talked about last、mm-hmm. week、um, when the sorcery guys were here. His book,、uh, he won that award on Amazon, and now you can't buy his book anymore, actually. I didn't know this. Right. So, I, really? so I'm glad、yeah. I bought it when I did. Because it's going to go on sale again, like for real, next、uh-huh. year, I guess, in the summer.、See. After it's been edited for the 70, 80 typos, apparently. <laughs> That's not why. I think they're going to have like, a professional. You know. Actually, he, he did mention that、um, you know, there was some stuff that wasn't in the version that people have.、Oh. And, and among that was、uh, there might be a character named Epperson. Oh, yes.、Yeah. So, oh, wow. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. I'm very so, excited. Cool. Uh, and sitting to my wait, left. Wait, wait, hold on. What was the sausage thing? Oh, yeah, buffet yeah. sausage because your、uh, toes look like buffet sausage. Oh, what? Like, this was like Curtis Alex. That's kind of creepy. They're Alex- shaped like. You know, like if you stay at a hotel in Japan and you have breakfast, they have these little.、Uh, The, the all you can eat baby sausages. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know how I feel about the guy sitting next to me talking about my toes. That's like all you can eat baby sausages. I was using my phone, and out of the corner of my eye, I see John's.、Uh, Baby sausages. Was it like a cartoon? <laughs> it looked like, like a drumstick. You were like all licking your lips. Like, like, they, they, I don't know why they remind me of buffet sausages. Okay.、I'll、not that, that I want to eat your toes or anything. Thank you. I hope not. That, that's not what I meant. <laughs> okay. okay. Ask Alex to leave. Anyway. Also, John, I was going to go with surfboard. Um, but I didn't because Hiroko's nickname, hi Hiroko, sitting to、Hello. the left of me in Mark's normal seat is Hiroko Yoga Fire. Yoga Fire. <laughs> okay, I think I know where that came from. Because you,、um, well, yesterday John had like a crick in his neck or something like that and、uh, asked Hiroko to step on his back. As usual, yeah, I step on people's backs、right. normally.、Oh. Which is where the surfboard in, thing came from. Oh,、um, she surfed on my. Yeah, right. right. And afterwards. Clever, JJ. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> afterwards, she kind of gave an impromptu yoga class in the middle of the office.、Mm-hmm. That、true. got all of us kind of like, well, especially you, but it seems、yeah. like fiending to like do real yoga. I felt really good after doing like 10 seconds of yoga. <laughs> <laughs> it was really hard for me to focus, like seeing JJ in the background doing yoga in front of his computer. I、right. couldn't like concentrate, but、oh, it did、yeah. actually feel really good. Yeah, no, yeah. it was great. Yoga is awesome. Yoga is pretty awesome.、Mm-hmm. Um, And sitting in the birthday seat today, as is, always, JJ, as always, is、um, uh, Brendan 
I'm a wuss because I take out an umbrella when there's like one drop of rain. <laughs> That's way too <laughs> long for a nip- nickname. Yeah, not even creative, but I just wanted to, to call you out on your irresponsible and irresponsible. Irresponsible. Umbrella usage. irresponsible. It is clearly disgusted, Brendan. <laughs> I, I am just, I'm disgusted. Umbrellas are used when it when it's raining Dude, and it's raining like, outside. When you are getting like a a water rate of one droplet every minute. That is so not what it was today. Dude, it was. And you have your umbrella out, and nobody around you has an umbrella. And you're just sitting there. I I had one. Okay, today was was different, but there was a time before where there was definitely nobody but you with an umbrella. (laughs) His precious precious head. Yeah, I don't Um, know. I I do want to say to everybody listening, so this is actually the first time since we've started our quote-unquote season two, since we've gone to Giant Bomb, that Mark has not been here. Um, This is what you should expect. There's a lot more rambling. Um, There's a lot lot less... um, A lot more Hiroko. Hiroko actually... (laughs) Oh, because Mark's not Um, here. (laughs) The language is a little bit more PG. Yeah. And um, we kind of go off on tangents because there's nobody to rein us in. So uh, make of that what you will. We talk about Uh, games more. Yeah. Well, that's not Mark's fault, but it's just that we don't... We're not... None of us are as good a host as Mark, so we have nothing left to do but... Are you just... just saying that it, this episode is going to suck, but um, please <laughs> bear much, with yeah, us. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Listener, though, the, some listeners may enjoy. No, we, every yeah. na- every time we do this, we do get a, a little flurry of support from the sort of uh, marketers who you know like these kind of. They things. do yeah. exist. So this yeah. is for he'll you. He'll be back. He'll be back next episode. So um, let's kick things off. Um, you want to start out with Evo? Cool. Sure, why yeah. Not? Yeah. So uh, for those who don't know. The uh, Evolution 2012 uh, fighting game tournament took place last weekend mm-hmm. in Las Vegas, Nevada. So who watched it here, first of all? Uh, uh, I know me and JJ watched it, obviously. Yes. Brendan, did you catch any of it? No. no. So no. We're, we're one man down. I know last year we had Mark here, who is also an Evo fiend. Right. <laughs> but uh, Alex, did you watch it at all? No, but I, a lot of people were tweeting about it, so I right. know what Yeah, was yeah, going I, on. I okay. saw the tweets, too. And, and I here, watched a little bit today. Yes. Mm-hmm. You watched the uh, Daigo versus Gamer B match. Yeah. Which was probably my favorite Street Fighter match. Which was pretty amazing. Right. So Evo is basically the big fighting game tournament, right? That happens every year. It's like the big... I mean, there's a lot of fighting tournaments over the year, but this yeah. is the big one. This mm. is this is like the Wimbledon of fighting games. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's, but why do use tennis? You should do something more like, you know... I don't know. Is, is Manly. Like, <laughs> I don't know. The uh, Olympics? It's the Super Bowl know. of fighting games. Is, yeah, is, it's the Super Bowl. Is there like a monetary prize for every winner? Um, it depends on the game, but yes. Apparently mm. the top eight of each game get some sort of prize. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's lots of sponsors like Atlas and Capcom mm-hmm. and a lot of the oh, a lot okay. of the companies that actually put the games out sponsor this. It's all it's all community driven and uh, it's and, a really amazing community. And people come from all over the world. All over the world. Yeah. yeah. Right. All over the world and... Apparently, a lot of them come from Korea because they pretty much kicked everybody's Korea ass. Korea came and represented yeah. this year. Yeah. I heard that Asia was really strong this Asia. tournament. Asia, like Asia, as in not Japan, you mean? <laughs> not well, Japan. Yeah, Daigo was fifth. Place. On Street Fighter, yeah. On Street Fighter, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. But that's true, though. I mean, well, let's go back a step, though. So there's sure. there's tournaments for the major games, right? There's Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition, which yes. is kind of like, that's like the, the gold finals. Like, that's the one everybody's kind of looking forward right. to. That's like the most hardcore. Uh, the, uh, fan support. Then there's Virtua Fighter. There's Marvel Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom three. Uh, Soul Calibur five. Mortal Kombat nine. King of Fighters. King of Fighters thirteen. And Street Fighter Tekken. Mm. And Skullgirls. And Street, Street well, Fighter Skullgirls kind of really? did their own thing on the side. Well, yeah, actually, Virtual Fighter was also that right. kind of like a side thing. But it was there. There was a presence. Yeah. Um, that was, uh, coincidentally, one of the two games that Japan actually did win. Mm. 
but that's Skull Girls. Well, no, no, no. Uh, Virtual Fighter. Oh, Virtual Fighter, right? right. Uh, <laughs> Virtual Fighter and Soul Calibur. Mm-hmm. Nobody didn't. People didn't expect them to win Soul Calibur, which is kind of interesting. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Japan at winning Virtual Fighter is kind of like uh, that would be insane. That would that, just, would, that would be like the dream team losing the Olympics right. the year that they. Mm, I see. Yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. basically Fudo, the guy who won the Street Fighter tournament last year, who didn't make it to the he didn't make it to the final eight this year. Actually, no, he didn't. Um, he won, got won el- the Virtual Fighter tournament. He got eliminated by um, someone I can't remember. But <laughs> yeah, so just Anyways. to recap, though, the thing that's awesome about Evo is it's like it's spectator sports. Basically, it's like watching you know it, it really is like watching the Super Bowl or, yeah. or the NBA Finals or something mm. like that. It's really exciting to kind of follow and watch. They have really good commentators. Um, mm-hmm. Finally, like the last couple of years, they, that really stepped up and. You know, it's just like super exciting to be watching these awesome, like the most amazing fighting game players in the world, like pulling off these amazing techniques. Yeah. And I would say like I was after last year because last year's Evo was fantastic. I think it was yeah. a little better than this year, to be honest. But yeah, um, Street Fighter was kind of a downer. Street this year. Fighter was kind of Street Fighter was the one I was really looking forward to. And in the end, it really wasn't that exciting. Um, hmm. But uh, King of Fighters was surprisingly amazing to watch. Like right. the fight, the tech, the level of like tech. Uh, skill on display there was really like right. mind-blowing and the like, thing is with that game it, there was this one guy from mexico um i can't remember his name mm. but um he had won every single major tournament <laughs> leading up to evo for the whole year mm. of king of fighters you mean and king of fighters mm. mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden these guys that pretty much no one has ever heard of coming from korea come in and there was like four guys and they all make top eight and one of them gets first place beats this guy that has just been destroying everybody all year. He's like the Michael wow. Jordan. Yeah. And, it, and it came down to the wire. Uh-huh. It was the very last match, like the very last like three characters. And it was just like, I don't know anything about that game, uh-huh. but I was hype as shit. Yeah, I was like glued <laughs> to the screen basically yeah. watching that. And I was, wow. that was... I'm glad I watched it because I, I did contemplate like just skipping King of Fighters entirely because yeah. you know, I don't really care about King right. of Fighters, but I did watch it and that ended up being the best one of all. I think mm. this year really I watched. Okay, I was more in. I was I liked uh, Marvel a little bit. Marvel more. was pretty exciting too. Yeah, the thing about Marvel, it's the same as last year. Is like I, I I like it, but it's just unless you're really deep into it as a player, it's really hard to follow because it is. just there's so much shit going on all the time. Like people jumping in and out. I don't even understand all the rules entirely. And, you know, I, I, I almost get overwhelmed. It's like watching right. it for a while. You're like, okay, I just got to take a step back and breathe. <laughs> but again, it's, it's the story that kind of made it bigger than right. you know, that. Because this guy, Filipino champ, gets beat and he's in the loser's bracket. Aww. And he comes back up Whoa. from the losers mm-hmm. to beat this guy. Mm-hmm. Yes. To beat the guy who beat him, mm-hmm. I believe. Right. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, it was just, it was totally dramatic mm-hmm. and it was amazing. I loved watching it. Mm-hmm. I, ugh. <laughs> Why? Like I swear, in 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 five years, this is going to be on ESPN two. I hope so. <laughs> and they're getting better. We, you know, I, I do actually. I don't know how many people. I know we do have some fighting game fans who listen to the podcast because every now and then we talk about fighting games, and then we get a few messages like, "Shut up, you don't know what you're talking about." Well, but um, <laughs> that's totally fair. But then on the other hand, we also get a lot of people who appreciate that we're even talking about it because a yeah. lot of people don't. Um, exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I forgot where I was going with this. Um, where were we just now? Right we were. I this? think you were about to talk about what's wrong with the tournament. Right. Yes. Okay. So the tournament. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for reading my mind. Yeah. Uh, the tournament's been getting better and better every year, but I think they still. After last year, there were some noticeable problems, like the commentators not knowing what who's in the losers bracket or the winners bracket, right. or not knowing everybody's name. And I and you know they have been getting consistently better every year, but it's not there yet. I think next year they they have to get that right. Those guys behind the booth who are doing an amazing job and working like eight a.m. to like eight p.m. every day, right? Like should have all the information at their disposal, like. Mm-hmm. 
what the, the 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 brackets should be getting updated like in real time in front of them on yeah. some tablet or something, and they should right. know bios of every character. They really need to know what's going on because um, they understand the games like you would not believe. Like the way right. they're like talking about like you know the, the guy does this, and they know like how many frames. Oh, I'm waving my hands in the air, but like the guy <laughs> makes one move, and they know how many frames. The guy's like, in the of corner of the screen, basically, and, yes. and what moves exactly, and they name them out like you know rapid fire in the middle wow. of a fight. They're really impressive, right. like mm-hmm. boxing commentators. basically. Yeah. but so I feel like you know mm-hmm. the, yes, it's community driven, but it is awesome and it's getting bigger and bigger and they really need to sort of just I kind of think just wipe out those few right. little I, I do I do I hear what you're saying but like 1,500 players it's kind of hard to get bios for every single you don't need bios well well, no that not, that's not true I mean before you enter the tournament you should have to put in like a paragraph bio of yourself or something like that I mean that I am the be best there. I did it <laughs> <laughs> the end so, so do people come to represent their country or well, sort of. Is some people some people have sponsors. Just they're they're sponsored by a company of or mm, some mm. sort, and they come in as like their national team. Like the Koreans came in. Oh, and, but uh, is there a limit? Like no, or anybody no? can pretty much. Or can two people from the same country play each other? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's nothing oh, like okay. that. I mean, it, it, that's kind of just a sort of side thing. It's like it's fun. Obviously, it takes place in America, so a lot of times you'll get the like USA USA yeah, right. chance mm-hmm. in the background, but. You know, even some of the guys that people love to hate, like Punko or, you know, some of these other, like, really good fighters will get respect from the crowd, even, you know, even though they're, like, not American. Mm. And so in the end, Street Fighter was the final, uh, the last tournament of the day. It it ran way late, which I think is also a problem. That that happens every year, though. Yeah, but it wasn't, this year was, like, two hours later. It was, like, one in the morning when Street Fighter, like, got underway. Um, And, you know, we kind of, I was rooting for Daigo. He was, like, the last guy from Japan. He's kind of a legend. I'm a Daigo fan, too. I thought this was Daigo's year. you met Daigo, right? Yeah, I met Daigo. Well, that's the reason why I'm a Daigo fan. And I don't know other players really well. Well, We know Go to Evo and meet everybody, so then you will always win. (laughs) We know Graham. I guess so. (laughs) That's true. Our intern is actually uh, kind of a big in the Street Fighter scene now. He's got... Daigo. Yeah, he's he's mm-hmm. on the uh, Japanese ranking. That's right. Oh, Top he 500, is? Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. Impressive. And uh, in the end, Daigo actually ended up losing to, I believe it was Infiltration, right? The Infiltration and then uh, Zhao Hai. Oh, right. Mm. The, he lost to the Korean guy and then Chinese guy. Yeah. And in the end, the Korean dude uh, won. Um, but it wasn't that exciting because they kind of wiped the floor with everybody. Like last yeah. year, it was like so pretty what, competitive. What, what What's happening in Korea? Like, I, I don't know. Well, they Korea has Korea meat. actually has a very rich, <laughs> uh, pro gamer culture uh-huh. because of they've been doing StarCraft yeah. for right. years and years. I see. And so mm-hmm. they they know how to bring up pro gamers. Mm. Like, um, chances are Infiltration probably lives in a house with other gamers and does nothing but game all day. <laughs> so, sort of like the sumo wrestlers here in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're mm-hmm. trained. Yeah. Wow. Or like, yeah, Korean pop idols do the same thing uh-huh yeah wow. but it was it was super exciting um they okay <laughs> <laughs> sort of a mm-hmm. joke there yeah uh, <laughs> basically um I, I think it was really exciting and i i hope that you know they continue to like you said i, I do want to see it on espn it yeah. shouldn't even be espn too it should be on e- the real espn at yeah. some point like that needs to become i, really I think yeah. so exciting it was really exciting. i was like screaming like i was i i, I was at home on i guess saturday watching i'm so yeah. glad you were at home watching, yeah, yeah, not in the office. Well, I mean, my neighbors were <laughs> no, because oh, we there was, were also in the office. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we must be alone working at that time too. Uh, on Monday we took a, we took a two hour lunch to watch. We did this last year. Too, okay, why am I lunch. hearing this now? I did Hiroko. I should say here that I was working. Okay. I, was, I was also I was working and watching. All right, let's bring it back. But uh, the thing is, yeah, there were a couple times where um, where Daigo was like almost on the, on the verge of a comeback, and I'm like screaming up like get him, like I would like right. on a sports game or something. And I think everybody like in my neighborhood basically heard me. But <laughs> super excited. 
exciting. But oh. yeah, Daigo's fight was really, really exciting. And yeah, that was my favorite like fight of the whole thing. I was watching a pro wrestling um game or something mm, right well that's like, the thing. you mean yeah. you mean because of the drama right. yeah because yeah, of yeah. the drama and not like it's yeah. fake or <laughs> right, right. No, no, yeah it's it's not fake right <laughs> like, like, but, shirt no, off but it you you get that feeling in your stomach it looks right? like you, you know just, it's almost fake because it's just perfect mm, the way right. you know the game goes i would love to see daigo go out and be like oh yeah you know what? i'm gonna do a fireball and then i'm gonna do a super move and <laughs> i think that would ruin you know daigo's what? mystique there uh, <laughs> like i talked with daigo a little bit and yeah. i could probably safely say that that would never happen let me tell you what me yeah. okay sorry enough yeah. wrestling references uh so hey let's talk about some of the games that we've been playing hmm. Uh, Alex, you're here. Mm. Let's talk about Resident Evil 6. Yeah, or we brought... Or sucks. Resident Evil sucks. Yeah. Uh, we brought Alex I can't Evil. believe you're saying this. Alex, known it's... as CVX Freak on the internet, is a Resident Evil, sort of the world's biggest Resident Evil fan, apparently. Yeah. And, According um, to Kotaku. We always right. bring him around <laughs> when we have Resident Evil stuff to talk you about. You bought the leather jacket, right? Yes. Uh, oh my so God, so you, 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 did, love... you did go through did. and buy the 1000 Two hundred dollar special yeah, the, edition. The, the, mm. the, the, how much is it? Ten thousand? Not ten thousand. A hundred thousand yen right. jacket. Yes. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do if they put out like another color? Are you gonna like buy that too? Oh, they stopped taking orders. No, but I'm just oh. saying, like, you don't, what, <laughs> in the future, they're, they're gonna keep making these a things white, more and a more white leather jacket as long as you exist. Yeah, uh, you're kind of the problem. The, the fact that you have to think about this, you know, it was already. hard. It was hard enough buying only one version of that, not the jacket, but the set. Like, there's a 360. Version wait, 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 wait. A PS3 version. Did you buy two? No, I bought jackets? one. Okay. okay. So just so our I'm listeners know, Alex, that. just really briefly, how many yeah. different versions of Resident Evil games do you own? Maybe at least three hundred. What? Maybe, maybe maybe not that much. Maybe like two hundred at least. He buy he buys like the Japan version. Then he buys like the American version. Then he buys like the Euro version. Yeah. Then he buys like oh the best God. version. And then like the Taiwanese version and the Australian version. Yeah. And I have one Thai version. Thai of version. Five on PC. Wow. Is that even real? Wow. Do they sell legit games in Thai? Uh, the the, K, the the package itself is real. The disc is the same as the English version. Oh, so they but don't speak pirated. Tagalog or whatever. They, no, Tagalog is Filipino. I'm sorry, Thai. Thai, Thai. yeah. <laughs> uh, they don't speak they, Thai. They, they don't localize it to Thai, right. but it's right. just the packaging. But anyways, that's so. That's tell, how us much... about, tell us about our Resident Evil Six. Oh, so if you bought the 360 version of Dragon's Dogma, yes, uh, mm-hmm. and you waited a few weeks, you got the demo mm-hmm. earlier than most other people would. By the way, speaking of Dragon's Dogma, I just want to add that you guys are very considerate people for putting me in the credits of that game. Did oh. we do that? That might, that <laughs> yes. might have been an accident. Yeah. Because now, now, I have, now I have a Moby Games profile. Because oh, cool. of Dragon's Dogma. Yeah, that's cool. You're not in Moby Games for like just, for just the actual... dance underpants or whatever you guys? <laughs> not no? yet. Not yet. Oh. I mean, I guess it's user contributed, right? So someone has to buy the game. And, uh, listeners. Yeah, I never told people where like I work. Happened, Populate our Moby did, Games. Yeah. I never did on this Where song. do you work, Alex? I work at a small but upcoming game studio <laughs> in yeah. Tokyo called Landho. Yes. Um, made of a bunch of former Sega employees. And the latest game we developed that I had actually nothing to do with, but I'm sure people listening to this podcast would know about, is Crimson Dragon. Oh, right. Oh, yes. right. The, uh, right, right, right. Dragon. No idea why it was delayed, so don't ask me. But <laughs> that's the studio I'm working for, up and coming. It's an independent uh, studio, not tied to any publisher or anything but you know and you guys do mm. a lot of the Just Dance stuff right didn't you do uh, a couple of like the port not the main ones but like the, yeah the, the, the side uh, stories 
Not the side story. That was kind of my foray into the industry. But before then, I was working here, right? As yep. an intern. And right. so they put my name in the credits for Dragon's Dogma. Because you were here when we were working on that. Yep. That made me happy. Yeah. Aww. Those you coffees <laughs> contributed greatly to the creation. <laughs> you of did, some of, you did some of the character counts. I remember this. Right. <laughs> I think like a few translations. So anyways, but back anyway, to Resident back Evil. Yeah. Resident Evil. <laughs> Tell me about the fucking game. Okay, so there. I think I don't have to okay, tell you about the game. Okay, wait. How about how about this? Why does it suck compared to Resident Evil Five? Be- so you don't like the demo, apparently. I don't like the demo. I think the demo is pretty bad. I don't know if mm-hmm. the actual okay. game itself Fair would enough. be bad, Fair but enough. for example, I really hate the controls. Mm-hmm. Are they, they're different. They're different from what like we've had for the last. Okay, years. so they're not tank controls anymore. No, or? they they made it like. You have R stick aiming. You can move the camera. Okay. Yeah, with so the R stick. I mean, you couldn't do this in five. I feel like these uh, are good things. Yeah, I'm hearing things that I like. But already. that's that's the thing. The gameplay doesn't compensate for the new controls. Like, wait, for example, give an example. So you're just like, like a they, fucking ninja in the middle of zombies that think. I didn't feel like a ninja tank. at all when I was playing. No, I felt still like a it, tank. It, it does oh. feel. Did you, you like still it? Feel like a tank. Well, let's let Alex talk but, about it, and okay. I'll get to what I thought. Like, like the like the number one annoying thing is you know the camera. Yeah, uh, the character is too close to the screen, so you can't really see anything clearly. Mm-hmm. Okay, when you're when you're wandering the environments, so when like when there's a ton of enemies, you know you have to keep cycling through the camera. But I feel like it's not like a, like the camera itself is very hard to control. It's mm-hmm. it's hard to keep track of what's around you. Right. And okay. I'm not I'm not really getting a good sense of what you mean here. So okay, is the camera different from Resident Evil Four? Like, is it uh, is it closer up or further back? Or? It's it's a little bit closer to the character. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then and you, so your your you field can, of view is kind of limited. You can spin the camera. You I don't I you, you couldn't do this in like Resident Evil Four. Okay. You know? Four or five. Four and five. Okay. You couldn't like spin the camera around. Right. So because mm-hmm. you you would turn instead of spinning. The yeah. Camera. Yeah. And then, you know, you can kind of, you can move while shooting. That's nice. But uh-huh. know, I find aiming to be a little too hard. Like Nothing that you're talking about so far sounds like bad things. These all yeah. sound like things that I actually yeah, think should have been in there. So maybe, the, maybe you could, after you get used to it, do you I'm, think that, you'll I'm thinking be, that maybe, get over the fact? Yeah, maybe I'm like, I'm just different. not used to it. Mm-hmm. Because I never really had problems with You it, liked maybe. Revelations, right? Yeah, yeah. And Revelations had some of these things as well, right? A few, yeah. But they were... It felt like they jived with the actual gameplay they were going So it for. sounds like they forced in... A, you're saying they put in this control scheme, but the gameplay wasn't actually designed to take advantage of it. It might be, but it's very hectic. And it's it's very hard to maintain control of the game from my perspective. Mm. Okay, so you're basically like a chicken with its head cut off. You don't know what you're doing. It feels like that. I mean, and some... You, there are, it's hard to, yeah. like... Get in the groove. Basically. Yeah, and there are a few players who have said that they became good, but it took them a while to okay. kind of get so, used to it. I buy that. Let me ask a couple questions here, because um, there are three... So I, I will preface. I actually played the demo, but I only got to play one. Uh, there's three different like characters. Um, characters you can play in the demo, and they, they're all they're three different demos, right? Like, I mean, essentially uh, yes. three different areas they're, they're, of the game. Yeah, three... Um, yeah. Okay, and I only played one. I played Leon. Okay, um, so there's yeah. Leon, Chris, and then uh, Jake. Jake. He's Jake. the. You can actually play as both characters. Is he the buzz-haired yeah. guy? Yeah, and in, in, okay. and at least in the Leon one, you could choose the girl if you yeah, wanted to. Yeah, instead. Yeah. There's like you, you choose one, Leon oh, or the girl. So it's kind of like Leon path, Chris path, and yeah, then Le- Jake path. Leon's path is the most is the slowest, but it's also the most stable. I like, see. That's the, the mo- most like Resident Evil ish. Well, that's yeah, not like good because that's the only one I played, and I didn't really enjoy it that much because yeah, a, I struggled with the controls a lot. 
I don't know. You shouldn't have to struggle with Resident Evil controls when they're at the sixth version. After all this time, it's like I was still mm, having trouble, right. like mm. doing what I wanted to do. Now, tell me, like, because I only played it once, right? And I'm also not like hardcore about it, so I wasn't like reading everything. But like, I could not run all the time. Do they like forcibly oh, make you only walk at well, some point? Well, the, the, that's like the 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 old style tension part where you're just walking. Yeah, really but like slowly, you know, I, you there's no reason TV. to. Like you, you just have to get to the other side of the room, and they yeah. would. I couldn't run, but then sometimes you could run. Now was that my fault because I wasn't doing it right, or, or you just actually oh, no, it's can't just, run? It's, sometimes it's a scripted part of the game, right? So, oh, it's, so that you're it's like in Gears like of War when you have your hand I mean, to your ear. That, that's just asshole. that part of the game, you know. That's, yeah. that's something just, you see a lot these days. Though. Yeah, it's no good. That's just just I agree because I wasn't feeling scared or tense, so I was like, oh, I just want to get to the other side of this room and keep moving with the demo, and I had to. Walk and I didn't. There was like no that. indication that. But this is such a sorry. Changed. But this is such a dumb complaint though that I feel like I, I must have been doing something wrong. I like think, it can't mm-hmm. really have been that way. I'm pretty sure that that's it, that's just at that part of the game. It's the very beginning. You know, mm. you're just kind of building things up. You know, it's a really long game, so I'm pretty sure yeah. that's something you'll just forget about eventually. I see. Um, How long is the game? <laughs> I think it'll be a little under three times the length of RE5. So they say. Wow. Because really? Because every each. Player, each character's uh, story is like eighty or eighty-five percent of the length of RE5, and RE5 wow. was maybe like 10, 12 hours. Right, the first time. so there's a lot of content. Wow. So, is the real game going to be set up like that, where you you choose one of the three characters and yeah. play their campaign, basically? Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like you're switching back and forth between levels. You pick one no, and you take it to the end. It's RE2 style. Interesting. So you just play whatever order you want. Do you know, like, if you finish one, do the things that you did in that one affect the next one you play? That I don't know. What do they call that in Resident Evil uh, 2? The zapping system. Yeah, zapping, right. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Zapping. Like <laughs> but Zap. Okay, so you didn't like that. What about, tell us a little bit about the other two demos, because I only really played the Leon one. So yeah, what The Chris uh, one was basically RE5, like, all over again. You're in China, and then you're kind of jumping from rooftop to rooftop. Punching boulders. Killing all these enemies <laughs> with, you know, they're not Ganados, I I don't remember their name. I think they're called Juabo. You know, the, uh, they're zombies. They're, they're zombies that <laughs> wield guns, basically. Okay, zombies with guns. Zombies yeah, with it, guns. they don't feel very. You got the different. green zombies. You got your brown zombies. You got your blue yeah, zombies. They, they, have, they have a different name, but they don't feel different at all. I want to see know. zombie hockey with like fat zombies, skinny zombies, and like regular zombies. Let's let's make that happen, John. Why, why are we? What? What? Did they have to be zombies? We were we were talking about ice hockey with Graham the other day. We were. Yes. Yeah. But so, anyways, but, but just, just for the record. There are actual real zombies in Resident Evil 6 as well oh, that nice. are different from the enemies Chris is encountering. In well, yeah, Leon's demo had yeah. zombies in it, right? Only basically, zombies, yeah. Basically. And that was, you know, I don't know. The other thing I know, I felt about that demo was that it didn't, um, it didn't look like as good as the trailer made me think it was going to look. Like, like it visually? wasn't. Like I've got the full 1080p, you know, giant screen mm-hmm. super TV, and like it looked kind of washed out and kind of like I don't know. It, I, it has a a particular look to it. You know, yeah, old. I, I, I would call no, it. I don't know if I like it either. But what bothered me about the graphics was the screen tearing. Mm. Yeah, people were complaining everywhere. About that. Like every like other scene, it's just tearing, and it's really distracting. And mm. and I'm used to Resident Evil games being very good looking, right? Right. Mm. When, yeah, that's at the what time I was kind they of come expecting. out. And are there's something about RE6 where it, you know, I I think technologically it looks very very good, but I don't know if the art direction is something mm. I like just yet. But we'd have to see the rest of the game. It's a very diverse game. You know, we have this small american city then we have the big chinese city and then we have like snowy like villages in eastern europe so it'll be interesting to see so is there anything in there that you like really liked that was new or different about it from mari 5 uh it's still too early to say but jake jake's chapter was that's what i was gonna ask about next so what was that like yeah it's kind of like god hand in a lot of ways because you can can melee your way through that game Mm mm-hmm 
So he's um, like punching zombies in the face. Pretty much, yeah. But he's also <laughs> running away from uh, gigantic creatures. Okay, and, you know he has he has a few uh, QTE moments, like at the very beginning. Mm. But the demo, I just think, is very poorly made. Mm. Like, for example, when Jake's chapter begins, like you're literally running away from this giant creature, but the game doesn't really tell you how to do it properly. Mm. But you literally have like five seconds to do the right. Uh, action or you're gonna get killed so you just dropped mm. right into the yeah the sequence <laughs> and, and the demo takes you way back to the beginning like of uh like like at the menu so you have to go back and then uh, retry it again uh. they don't just let you try it again Ooh. yeah mm. that's yeah okay. it needs a demo but it's it, it's still mm. pretty annoying right know? so overall you're you, you're not so positive on no you like, the big resident evil okay. lover one you- one more un- really annoying thing is the is the item ui okay like it, it, like I don't even understand like how it's set up. Like it's this semi-transparent computer-like. Oh yeah, I did see that a couple times. And then you, you have you have to you use green herbs and then turn them into tablets and then eat them. But then you have to assign that to like a, this. There's like or it's assigned to a special button, and then it's all in real time, so you'll get attacked. You know while you're. Oh, trying I to see. Do that. So it's it's kind of like Dead Space. So I guess so. Yeah, yeah, and it's so wait. You like bring out an iPad and start yeah. murder. I guess so. Smart class, JJ. Oh, okay. And Hold on a second, zombies. I gotta check my email. <laughs> and then every character has like a different looking UI. So Leon has his own like UI. Oh, that's Chris interesting. Chris apparently has his own UI, and I'm like, oh, how does? Oh, so it's Android, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super bummed. I, I was all. Se- I, yeah, I feel like I let this this segment down because I was planning to play those last two uh, versions today. Uh, but it turns out that you, if you download it on one Xbox, you can't download it on another, even if it's your oh, copy okay, of the game yeah. and your account. Well, so I couldn't sense. do it's it. A, it's, it's a unique code. It's just well, a I mean, demo though. They should be wanting it to get it, get it in the hands of as the many people as The fact that they're doing possible. this at all is I know, stupid. it's kind of retarded. Um, I will say also though, as everybody knows, Mark's a huge Resident Evil fan, so we'll definitely talk about this again. I know yes. he played the demo too. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we'll have a little more to talk about this next time. Cool. Another thing I want to ask you about too is since we're on the Resident Evil subject, didn't um, Chronicles HD just come out? Oh yeah, yeah. is that only here or is it out in America too? Oh, it's out everywhere. It's okay, a, it's a PSN game everywhere. In else. stores now. Is that new or is it only new in Japan? Uh, it's new everywhere. Okay, like, and how is it? What's tell us about that? What is that? Um, has anyone here ever played Umbrella Chronicles and Dark Side Chronicles? I played no, Umbrella no. Chronicles. Nope. Uh, they're just yeah HD versions. Aren't um, they basically like light gun Resident yeah, Evil just, games basically? Uh, Use a Wii remote, or in this case, the Move. Stop to, making right. lewd hand gestures. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess that is pretty lewd. If yeah. You, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, just you know, like they took all like the like all the old Resident Evil stories and then right. they made them into first person, uh, like on rails shooters. And, and this is just an HD version of it. There's no new content. Yeah, it's just. The, the, yeah, the two of them combined. So uh, it's is is it you know I thought that the Code Veronica and Resident Evil Four HD versions were a little ghetto. Um, do these kind of these feel are, the same? I think these are yeah these are better. They look actually you know if you see these games in HD like there are parts of the game where you won't believe that these were actually originally Wii games. Really? I, I personally thought you mm. it might be an art thing, but you know the games actually do look. pretty Is it good. empty framework? Hmm. No, 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 no. Oh. But so, does it use uh, it use the, uh, the what move. do you call it the move controller? Yeah, but they have the they have this option which I have not tried uh, to use a DualShock Three. Okay, is there an Xbox it. version too? There's not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, John. Hey. Hi. How are you, Spelunky? Are you getting off Resident Evil? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you know what? Before we leave Resident Evil, there's one last thing we should talk about real no, quick. No, yes, yes, there is. Yes, there is. You went to the Resident Evil Cafe. Oh, yes. right. Yes. There is. Which is actually not open yet, right? It's open like this it, it week. Opens it opens Friday the 13th. officially, yes, yes. Did you get to eat brains? No, that's... 
All right. I mean, for those who don't know what's going on, like Resident Evil is serious business in Japan. Like this year,、mm-hmm. you know, they're they're having theme park attractions. Yeah, they're having these like. Like these these runaway or evacuation game, like haunted house thingies, and they also have restaurants、mm-hmm. that are now modeled after Resident Evil. So here in Shibuya in Tokyo, which is where the are, are the waitresses are, zombies? No, they're not. It was what the fuck? Let him talk. He's explaining. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just like a perfect chance. This like, is probably a good opportunity for lunch because it's all you can eat meat. For、oh. like three thousand three hundred yen or something. So wait, how did you get to go before it was open?、Uh, in in Japan, you know,、mm-hmm. going back to the serious business, they have what they call Club ninety、mm-hmm. six. It's like a Capcom fan club for Resident Evil. They have fan、mm-hmm. clubs for everything. Right, like, right.、Mm-hmm. They have Monster Hunter one as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know. So I became a member of that. It's free, you know, and they give you some perks. It's not too bad. And then, so like a week before the Friday the thirteenth opening, they had the pre opening here.、Mm-hmm. Like, they do this all the time in Japan for fans、yeah. club members yeah, only, or do you have to win something? You just have to be a member of the、oh, Club ninety、okay. six thing, ninety six being on nineteen ninety six the right, first right. year. <laughs> so I, I I just go on Saturday morning and then, you know the the interior and the entrance are modeled after the old mansion from Resident Evil. Oh really? So、hmm. that's cool. So the restaurant kind of but not really looks like the dining room. Oh nice. A little bit, you know.、Oh, cool. it, I want to see. I have to see this in real. We have to go.、Mm. It's not quite as. Um, elegant, elegant, yeah, or gaudy. I would say as、mm. the sure, actual sure. thing from the game, but it, you know, it, it kind of feels like it. Okay,、mm-hmm. you know, there's like a pictures on. Is there the like wall a loading or, screen when you open the door? Uh, <laughs> no, it's not all dark around. <laughs> there were just double doors that go into the restaurant. So wait, tell us so, about the food. What kind of what what makes it, it so? Just,、uh, See, it was just regular food, like all you can eat. Oh,、uh, really? Beef or wait, wait they're, they're not themed, they're not themed have, after、like, regular food. They must be themed after Resident Evil, wait, like, right? Wait, like they they call them? They actually have to look at the they have. I was asking him. I have seen pictures of brains. Pictures. I, I yeah, that's, that's, that's the Capcom bar at in Shinjuku, which、oh. is a different,、oh. which is another. Like, like, can you order like food that's made to look like brains? Is like a meatloaf or something? Or? No, they, this like they serve regular food. So like, I asked Alex the other day if they had a Jill sandwich on the menu, and they don't, which is absurd. How could you miss that opportunity? They have、yeah. Jill noodles. What does that what? mean? What? Is it just Barry said like Jill noodles in the Japanese version? <laughs> I knew I was named Jill noodles. <laughs> yeah, Barry had a menu item too, but I think it was like Barry, also known as the best Resident Evil character in the history super, of Resident Evil, like barbecue barbecue grill raccoon style. You know, I'm showing John this picture that no one can see. Raccoon、right? style. What does that even mean? Oh, from Raccoon City, but it's、yeah. like, I know, I know, but it's just like. What came、it's, out of a garbage can? That made this kind of virus, apparently. And then, like the 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 table mat was a Raccoon City newspaper,、oh. um, <laughs> taken from the game with text taken from the game. But you know, it's it's just normal food, right?、Steve? Right. And so, like, what about the, the drinks? Aren't like themed after anything? This like, sounds like, have, a, like a bit of a wasted opportunity. The like, yeah, they have like、cool. Resident Evil virus themed.、Um, what do you call it? So they have like cocktails. A, a tea cocktails virus, yes,、mm-hmm. drink. And then they also what they also advertise with it is the. Angelic with a Q E Q U E at the end,、mm-hmm. um, like this dance show with all these girls. You know, <laughs> I have no idea who the actual. What does this even have to do with Resident <laughs> Evil? Let's talk about Spelunky. No, but God damn it, John. Hey, Mark's not here. We're in no rush. Okay. I, well, we are because we only have about thirty. No, but but, but I I can't let, let this、finish. segment end without me mentioning that the music that they were playing. Was completely like out of character for the Resident Evil.、Uh, it wasn't Resident what, Evil music. It was like nineties pop music. What? Like that's so weird. It is like like they were playing Hanson. Like Hanson. 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 Do you remember that song Mbop? Or, yeah, yeah. That's horrible. This does not. No. Fit. Like they were playing. <laughs> did they debut in nineteen ninety six? I'm pretty、I'm、sure so, they did. 
Maybe. Know. Oh, it could be. Oh, that's way too too they're playing 1996 music. Excuse, yeah. I could see them going that because the, the, the angelic group that I just mentioned, when they started dancing, what was they it? were dancing to the Spice Girls. Ah, <laughs> uh, sounds like JJ might be onto something. Yeah. Something what, horrible. What were they but, wearing? Uh, uh, I actually have a picture of them. Well, okay, well, the, 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 the audience can't it. see pictures. So. Yeah. Uh, and I, yeah. But anyway. All right. We, we, we will go and we'll check it out. Uh, we have to go when Mark's back for sure and yeah. check out the... Like How long is it open until? Uh, about a year. So okay. okay. There's, there's okay. no there's rush. Of time. But it's in Parco. We really floor. should go. I never got to the Dragon Quest bar. I know, Hiroko, you went, right? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, we went. You guys and went. We, I, we did a... Me, the Dragon Quest fan, didn't actually go to the Dragon Quest yeah. bar. Yeah. But we, we brought bad, back... Um, Nandake. Slime. 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 Yeah. And the cookies. Which is kind of gross. Yeah. But thank you. is a game for your Xbox 360. It is, and it's freaking awesome. Like, it's so good. Spelunky is a... Uh, just just kind of brief you on what Spelunky is. Spelunky is a 2D platforming roguelike. Um, dungeon crawler. Dungeon... It's basically you get one life to get as far as you can go, and everything that you... That is in front of you is random. Mm-hmm. Right, everything's completely randomly generated. The so levels the stage, are different every single time. The levels time. Yeah. And by, yeah. one, by one life, does that mean you have a health bar? That no, well, you have, yeah. you, you, have, you have hearts. Oh, okay. But when you die, you, you start back at the beginning. So, back in... When, and it's, I, it's when also, I was a young gamer... It's also kind of themed on Spelunker. Right. There's a game mm-hmm. called Spelunker, which is probably before your time, Brendan. Never um, heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> that oh, is basically... Really? A lot of the ideas of this game are taken straight from... It's basically like an homage... But I think obviously a much much better game than yeah. Spelunker. Um, Spelunker in Japan is actually known as like a legendary shitty game, right? Well, it was much more. It was much bigger here than it yeah. was. That's why they made that HD version for PS3 a couple right. years ago, which is also terrible. Because if in the original Spelunker, if you fell down one block, you died, right? Right, mm. and it was just like impossibly hard and just stupid. And people love that about it. But uh, that's really nothing here. Yeah, the thing about Spelunky that I think is awesome is that it's very much an old school style game in that you basically, I mean, you are, it's very much skill based, but it's also like there's just a ton of elements to it that you, that are, I guess, random or you really don't know anything about the game until you play it over and over and you just learn new things every time. New kinds of traps that, there's a billion ways to die in this game. Um, from, you know, getting hit with the arrow traps to, you know, um, there, there's like, uh, there's, um, you fall a lot, you get hurt, obviously that's really simple, but then there's like traps all over the place. There's like, you know, if you pick up uh, a golden, um, item and then, you know, that you're not supposed to pick up this huge boulder comes down and crashes and comes after you. Yeah. And and, you know, that actually, uh, last night that happened to me, I picked up the idol, um, and this boulder came out like Indiana Jones. And like the idol was on the same level as a shop. Yes, and the boulder before. killed the shopkeeper. <laughs> and and so I'm like, well, okay, that's all right. And, and then, then they I get call to you the, a terrorist. Well, yeah, it says there you're a terrorist in the bottom. I'm like, well, what does that mean? I go to the next stage and I'm like, oh, there's a shop. I'm going to buy something. The shopkeeper shoots me with a shotgun. I'm dead. <laughs> the shopkeepers are all like, wow. you know, yeah. on the same team pretty much. So What's if you the mess with them, of getting the, the idol then, if you want, why would you want it so? Well, much? no, the thing is, you, the idol isn't what caused that to happen. It was the idol triggered a trap. The trap ran into the shopkeeper, which can totally happen because it's completely random. Right. right. But why, why do you um, want the idol in the first place? Oh, because if you leave something? with it, you get more money. The oh, whole I point see. of this game is to collect jewels and stuff, and and you have bombs and you have ropes. The bombs can blow up the environment. Use the rope to get up to higher places. Um, there are there's a damsel that you well it's not always a girl but there's a person that damsel? you rescue they're, a damsel damsel yeah. damsel, in distress, damsel in distress yeah there are yeah, male get, well no there's a female a and dog there's a pug. yeah and or and a male yeah and yeah. if you save them and take them to the end of the level and bring them through the door uh, do you get a kiss if it's a dude too 
I think so. You get a kiss, at least if it's the girl anyway, and it gives you a piece of you get, health I, back. I think you get a, a lick with the dog. But anyways, <laughs> that's awesome. you get health back. We were talking about this game at lunch the other day, and the thing that's like really fun about it is that like everybody's experience is completely different. Like yeah. I played mm. the game; the game keeps your stats, and like I had died thirty or forty times before I had even seen a few of the different kinds of rooms or shops. You know, there's a bunch of different shops. Like some just sell you regular items, like uh, you know, shoes that make you jump higher, or spikes that make you kill enemies if you jump on them. <laughs> right. Or uh, there's like a there's like a what was that gun you got? Oh, I, a, I actually I had a teleporter. Right, a teleporter thing that like. Skips you ahead a few blocks, mm-hmm. and like so, I, I take it and I go and I. There's sometimes you'll see a shopkeeper trapped in the wall with a, a couple of treasure chests, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, I want to see what that's about." I tried to get to him once before, and I, I did that by <clears throat> blowing up the walls around him, but mm-hmm. I ended up actually hitting him with the bomb and he shot me <laughs> with a shotgun. Um, <laughs> but so I teleport in, and I'm like, "What do I do?" He uses teleport to like go through the wall and right. get inside the guy's shop. Get inside yeah. the guy's shop, and I'm like, "What do I do?" I have a feeling if I try to steal something, he's gonna kill me. Right. Maybe I'll, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deal with this. I don't want to die, so I teleport Coward. out. I teleport out, but the teleporter fucked me over and teleported me into the wall, and I died. <laughs> he's like in the middle of the wall. Right. I'm like, so you just died anyway. Should have stolen mm. the treasures. Right, and that's and it's actually working as advertised. It says like you know like the the right. It doesn't the work. Teleporter all the time. doesn't really work all the time the technology uh, hasn't been perfected I see. right and so like it's you know it's cool because there's all these different ways that you can die and get hurt and you can use the for example the girl you could throw anything so you throw rocks you could throw um, right. different things to kind of trigger traps so mm-hmm. you don't get and, shot and kill enemies and stuff and like you that can too. use the girl too but although if you you if throw you, the girl you throw the girl and it'll trigger the trap yeah right. but if you if you mess with her <laughs> too much she'll die and then you won't get the, the well heart there is so, there is some sort of benefit for bringing back a dead damsel no there's damsel. not I think they leave it outside the I thought it was pe- uh, there were like points or so oh I think if, if you put them on the altar you get something you're kidding <laughs> yeah, I haven't I tried so. that well yeah, there's yeah. like a bloody altar sometimes maybe that's what that's for yeah uh, <laughs> well no the, the altar is where you put the idol and why would you put it there because uh, I did it once and I got like a golden monkey that shat gold <laughs> yeah. like, and like <laughs> you hold it and as you're walking around, little droplets of gold and, and gems come out of its butt. Oh my God. It sounds like a very interesting game. Yeah, it's a really I interesting game. I know nothing it's, about this game, but yeah. it's interesting. Well, it's also like, at its, at its heart. Shit yeah. Happen. At its heart, it's just an old school platformer. So right. that part alone is like really fun. But right. I think, um, and you can have a some, whip Yeah, can somebody enemies. like me play the game? You oh, can yeah. play it, but it's going to be, I think you, you would have to be willing to be patient because, mm-hmm. you know, you will be frustrated quickly with that game because you die a lot in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You, you die, you learn a new thing. You avoid that thing next time, but you die from something else. Right. Mm-hmm. You try again, and you keep p- building up these things and trying to remember all these different things you have to look out for. Right. Sometimes the level will start you in the dark, and you have to light torches. And, mm-hmm. and carrying a torch means you can't carry something else that you might want to carry. So right. you're kind of mm-hmm. doing a little bit of inventory management like on the right. fly. But yeah, that sounds interesting. So you're, you're learning something every right. time you die. Yeah. The game is, really the game is hard. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the game is hard, but I think everybody's on an equal playing field. Like mm. I think Hiroko and, and right. me depend... like. You know, our experiences be damned. Like I think she could get, <laughs> she could get just as good as I could get at this game because right. you know it's all unknown. That you're you're mm-hmm. fighting against the unknown, mm. and that's you know everybody's on an equal playing field when that's the case. Yeah, and that also the, the, the progression style is very old school too. Like you old school as well. Old you school, basically old it's old school. <laughs> foo. Um, basically, you you know, I guess I don't. 
I don't want to spoil it. Not that it's like if you haven't played the game, but basically you you, bas- you want to go through the levels and if you die, you always start back at the first level, no matter mm. how far you've gotten. You can get the last level of the game. If you die, you start over at the beginning. But there are ways. Wouldn't to, that be frustrating? Well, it's frustrating, but but there are ways to unlock shortcuts where you can start at the like I think there's a few worlds basically, and there are ways to start at later worlds via the shortcuts. But um, you know, it's got that sort of old school risk reward thing. Like, mm-hmm. do I take the shortcut, start out with nothing on the harder level, or do I start on the first level? You know, make my way through carefully, build up a lot of money, buy some items, get to the next level where I can take the next level on a more you know right. fair basically. So it's a lot it's, like Dark Souls in that sense. It is basically like a two D Dark Souls, yeah, basically <laughs> yeah. In, in, in a in the in the sense of like progression, yeah, totally. Is it easy to find shortcuts when all the levels well, um, you, change you, all the time? Uh, no, it's not like that. It's it's you get to like the end of a grouping of levels, and mm-hmm. then there are things you can do basically there. I won't spoil that, but there are things you could do there to uh, unlock a shortcut, and eventually mm-hmm. you'll unlock them, and then I you can see. use them whenever you want. Right? Mm-hmm. I cool. think it's really rad, and yeah. everybody should play it. Um, the game is really fun. Uh, there's actually a free PC version of it. It's um, right. it's kind of like it's eight, uh, the Xbox 360 version's eight bit cousin. Yeah, um, it's got <laughs> pixel art. The music is kind of eight bitty. Um, right. It's like chip if you, if, Yeah, if you have the money, I say go for the 360 version because it also has multiplayer, which we haven't been able to try. Oh, we were going to try that today. Yeah, um, we didn't play co op. So, mm. which platform? It's on 360? Oh, just 360. Microsoft well, published it. So Yeah, but there is a free PC version that came out a couple years ago. I see. The um, PC version's not as good. It's a little bit, it's like. Like you said, it's like imagine right. if there was an NES version and then this is like the Super NES version. The right. Xbox mm-hmm. Every, everything is better. The graphics, yeah. the music is great. I love the music. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to like the graphics because I'm a big pixel art fan and I yeah. thought for sure I was going to prefer the old graphics. But actually, right. they did a really good job of like somehow keeping it looking retro without it actually being pixel. Which character do you play hmm. as? I play as a regular guy. Oh, okay. I always do that. I play as like the regular character or the regular class. I, I, I save the girl first. Like. Right. <laughs> I'm playing as the, there's like an Indian dude. <laughs> with like a red turban he's so awesome he's pretty rad <laughs> actually and apparently there are lots of secrets to this game too yeah. I, I don't I don't know what they are because I'm trying not to read spoilers and stuff right. but I, I know you can unlock other characters to play as right and they have I, said I like to get like the best ending or the best something maybe the best achievements or something is really incredibly difficult I only know of one because they revealed it in a trailer but it's like a weird looking version of Super Meat Boy Oh, wow. <laughs> is it actually Super Meat Boy, or is it? Or it's, it's it's like Super Meat Boy, but redesigned to look like a character from this. Game. Oh, okay. Now, yeah, mm. I know a lot of some of those indie games do that sort of thing where yeah. they have guest characters from. Yeah, I'm guessing cool. a lot of them are probably guest characters from other indie games. Cool. Cool. How yeah. how much is the game? Twelve hundred no, micro it's, bucks. It's not fifteen. I think it's fifteen. Is it? Yeah. It's well, it's twelve hundred or fifteen hundred, but I think it's fifteen hundred. Oh, hmm. oh, that's right. I think that's how they do. It. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, uh, the points. It's stupid. Whatever. Uh, anyway, yeah, really good game. Um, cool. Definitely worth checking out. It's probably my favorite game so far this year. I think. Really? Uh, yeah, I can't. Mm. High praise. Uh, it's it's not... just It's just really. It's it's like a game that was built for me. I've talked about Dark Souls before, mm. but I love those games that just throw you into the thick of it and force you to play like skillfully to get by. Mm-hmm. They don't make a lot of games like that anymore. Yeah. I tweeted about this too, actually. But the day that that came out. I was like downloading it and you know there's like the little download indicator and I was just smiling and then I like I realized I'm like what am I doing like I had this stupid smile on my face but it was like <laughs> that feeling of anticipation mm-hmm. that I used to have as a kid when I would go rent NES games I would like go to the store I'd be like what is this game I know nothing about it, it looks kind of cool I'm going to take it home I'd rent it and like in the car on the way home I'm like really excited to You're go home really right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. and like that was the feeling I had while Spelunky was downloading and yeah. I'm like mm. This is what's missing these days. Like I'm, yes. I'm not really. Yes. I've said it before, but I'm. I don't care about Gears of War and all these like big. You know, I respect them, but those aren't the games I'm really excited to play. Like it's these 
unique like indie games that right. are like mm. you know not afraid to take creative risks and try cool things that like really excite me and that mm. game really I excites me I saw Chris um, tweeting about the game too it seems like he really loved um, who's Chris? Uh, Chris Oh, Chris from uh, um, from, from Cappy. Cappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems really big into it too. Mm, yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of guys whose opinions I respect about games also seem pretty high on it. Which the is game's cool. pretty yeah. great. Yeah, I think with Fez and that, like Xbox has a really strong uh, another uh, great this year. indie game hmm. that um, me, you, and Brendan have yes. been playing is Dyad. Dyad. Oh yeah. Hmm. So Dyad coming out next week, I think. Right next the seventeenth. Yeah. Yes. So oh, we all got. We got early copies because uh, Sean is a good fr- the guy who made the games, Thank good you. friend of Eight Four. Thank you, Sean. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, Diane. Wow. So <laughs> I want to I want to start this conversation off that like I was actually kind of turned off by the media coverage of this game because everybody's really? like, oh, oh mm. it's like you're on drugs, <laughs> right? And I'm like, well, is that all people can say about the game? Is that it looks like you're on drugs, right? But thank God. Yeah. For aid for play, because uh. we're here to tell you that it's actually a really good game. It is a very good mm. game. Mm. It is actually, it has good gameplay. Yes. You don't have and to be on drugs to appreciate the game? Entirely. Yeah. It doesn't feel like, I've never done drugs, but I bet it doesn't feel like this. It like, But it, it does have a very unique, it is a very unique experience. <laughs> yes. When you are playing Dyad... The world around you just kind of melts away. Yeah, the, and you then really can't focus on anything except the screen. All you can see is dyad. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those. It's, <laughs> you sound like you're on drugs. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those um, <laughs> kind of creepy. Actually. It's definitely one of those zen-like games. We talked about it a little bit uh, when I got back from E3. This yes. is a game where I was like, the you thing, do these little things with the things in right. the screen going. I couldn't explain it well at all. But um, <laughs> it's basically like a. Uh, at its core, simplest level, it's like racing through a tube. It's it's yes. like it's like a crazy fucked up wipeout almost. Kind of, kind yeah. Of, you but basically are going. It's like Res meets Wipeout meets something wholly original, where you basically are are. Yeah. Uh, you, I still don't remember the terminology. I know they just call them enemies, but what do you do? You hook onto enemies. You hook you onto hook enemies on with enemies. your ship, mm-hmm. and getting two enemies of the same color gives you a boost. And mm-hmm. yes. that, that's this is the core concept. And so you're basically trying to get these pairs of enemies so that you can boost forward and get to the end of the level faster. And then you can graze them to boost up another meter that lets you lance, lance. through enemies. Is this, right. is this a... What's the genre of this game? This is a PS3 I, I, game, and it is a... Kind of a racing... racing it's not really racing. puzzle, Puzzler, oh, racer, so really? hybrid. Yeah. Puzzle would give you the, it's the like wrong a, impression. It's like a but, twitchy arcade-style uh, action yeah. Game. It's like a Jeff Minter game, only good. Um, but um, basically, hey, uh, Jeff Minter has been putting out some really great games lately. Sure. Um, <laughs> you're not going to combat me? What? I'm done. Speaking yeah. of game creators, I'm not, I don't stay, like his stay, last stay, game. Stay like, like to be honest, I didn't know. I didn't know about this game until John tweeted about a Dennis yeah. Dyad. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, I said there if was I was going to buy a puppy that day, I was going to name him Dennis. There's Dyad. a good Photoshop of like a, um, a screen of Dyad with the Dennis Dyack face in the middle. <laughs> it's a. Uh, I have know, to see that. Yeah. So the way the game is broken up is there are uh, level there are like I don't know what you call it like it's not like a world but there's basically like platforms and like the first they're almost like, like music tracks yeah yeah well and there's like groups of levels yeah groups of levels and the first group is I don't know was it eight or ten levels or something yeah, yeah. and you have objectives each each level has their own objective objectives yes mm-hmm. and the objectives you know are like you know whatever uh, hook this many enemies or um you know get to the end in this amount of time right or so it's not just racing you have you this many guys some, some other things and there are some levels that actually go on indefinitely until Un- you yeah right and there are some so that have speak. several sectors like you're right. doing like kind of three levels three parts of a level 
But anyway, um, basically, uh, each level has um, rankings, and right. and basically each rank, you know, three stars, two stars, one star, and yeah. you, you know, the best. If you perform better, you get a higher ranking. And when you get three stars, I think you unlock the trophy level, right? Right. Is that how it works? Yes. And so the trophy version of the level is where you can actually try to do something really hard on that level to get a trophy, a PS3 trophy. Mm-hmm. And then there's also a remix version. I haven't even messed with the remix Dude, I, I tried a remix level yesterday, and that's when I felt like I was on drugs. Really? <laughs> like, so what do you tell me about the remix So, levels? like, you can do all sorts of, like, you can change the visual effects, you can add instruments to the music or whatever. There was this one level where you have to hook no, you have to lance through a hundred uh, right, right, enemies. Right, I remember that level. And like it, in, there's one option to invert the colors. So instead of like <laughs> black and blue, it's like all orange and purple, <laughs> and like you can't see anything. And like when you're going through it, it's just like what wow. the fuck right. is going on? I don't JJ, know what is going on. You're ending up um, explaining this game as you are. I know. On drugs. Yeah. But in, 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 I thought we weren't so going to do it. In this one, in this one, all that PR. In this yeah. one specific instance, it is like just like whoa. Well, and I, I, I have to say that, like, especially when you yeah. start going faster and faster, because you're yeah. Like, Constantly increasing speed. Near the end, you have no idea what the hell is going on the screen. Right. You start getting headaches because it's like they're just colors flying. There's this at you. video on Kotaku that they uploaded today of like a really good run, yeah. and like it just gets faster and faster and faster and faster. And then the music actually, um, I think in the remix mode, maybe maybe in the normal mode, but you can set it to uh, sync with your speed. So the faster you go, uh, the music goes. It seemed to do that naturally. Like I didn't really change any settings. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe, 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 maybe not. Well, like, yeah, it's it's totally one of those games where like you you play and you're focusing on these objects on the screen, and then you just enter this zen state, and that's yeah. when you start performing really well and, until you get hit, and then it's like boom, it's like scratching a record or right. something. Like uh, throws you back, and everything is like. Mm-hmm. And, and you're right. It and is every, definitely- every single time that happens, I I have an audible like oh like I can't help it. It just happens. Like <laughs> yeah. I can't help but like make a you, you definitely become in like the zen state when you're like. Like, yeah. when you're having a really good run, you're just like, you don't even know what you're doing, but your fingers are leading the exactly. way. Exactly. That's you're just, like, not <laughs> you're just was, like, I'm I'm in the Matrix. There was one level, I don't know if it was a trophy level or something, but it was like, you, you can't actually see the colors of the enemies. You have to listen to the, the, the hint or the objective, whatever, was like, listen to the music, and then you will figure out, like, which ones are which colors. What? And I was like, what, what are you talking about? So Whoa. I listened, and I obviously, I couldn't feel it. I, I couldn't actually do this but like basically it requires you to essentially like use the force like yeah. you are basically you can't see the colors you have to kind of listen carefully <laughs> out, and then figure out which ones to grab it John is what awesome. is your metachlorian count by the way <laughs> it is whatever yeah it is whatever uh, Diaz Metacritic score is, I think. <laughs> uh, it was, it was re- it's really good um, hmm. which is always nice to say when you're when you're friends with the people who made the game too because you know you don't want it to suck um, yeah. and we, we we would be honest and say if it sucked but I think Diaz is actually also one of the more awesome it's, games I, it's pretty awesome. insane in yeah. a good way. Yeah. I'm loving this game way more than I was expecting to. And yeah. like I, Plus the I high, we we all got it early too, right? So yeah. we're like right. on, there's like eight people on the global leaderboard. I was third in the world for like ten yeah. minutes for once. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. So this is coming out next week? Yeah. yeah. PSN store. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And how much is it? That I don't know. I, I want to say fifteen dollars. Yeah, something like mm. that. Yeah. I should probably be able to play it after I go home today because yeah. yes. my PlayStation must have um, finished updating by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine so. I wouldn't. Uh, wouldn't be so sure about that. <laughs> yeah, it does take forever. Yeah. I, I bet you Mark will probably want to talk about that too. So maybe we can go over it a little yeah. more in the next show. Mm. I'd love I'm that definitely going to play it's it a lot game, more. Yeah. yeah, I only. You know, we only had it as of this recording. We've only had it for like a day and a half, so we haven't played a whole lot. But we've all cleared the first set of levels at yes. least yeah. and are in the second batch right. 
right now. And mm. apparently it just gets like crazy. Sean showed me a few levels at E3. Like he like showed me one way down the line. And it's like just, yeah, your eyeballs like ble- somebody on the internet drugs? said like their eyeballs were bleeding rainbows or something. That's <laughs> kind of like how it feels. Yeah, yeah. I, I do recommend like taking breaks every so often we play this yeah. game because oh, I was starting to get a headache after this game like does, an hour. This game does play. need the like the whole Nintendo go outside for mm. yes. I don't <laughs> yeah, I don't think I can handle a game like this. Oh, you like, could. I, I got headaches from like Metroid Prime. And well, see, no, it's it's not like a that a, kind of thing, right? Not like it's a not motion like sickness. I don't think it's a depth thing. Yeah, it's more it's like just, just like your your eyes being able to it, track it's like objects. sensory overload. It's just lots oh. of colors. It's just like you and you don't blink. The game yeah. like has a thing <laughs> where like it makes your brain not blink. Mm. Right. So um. take breaks, anyone. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they coded that in there, but it's there. It's got to be okay. Yeah, definitely a if cool you game. Say so, mm-hmm. so um, do you want to? Those are the two big ones. Those what are the two big ones. Else? We have a couple other games. Uh, Hiroko, you've been playing Time Travelers. Oh, yes. Yeah, but for I've like only five minutes. Yeah, th- well, thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, oh, Time okay. Travelers came out yesterday mm-hmm. in Japan. Actually, for, today in Japan. Well, yesterday. Today. When you're listening oh, we're to right. Uh, okay. uh, for 3DS and Vita, and I think also PSP, right? No, uh, I think it's just Vita and, and I think 3DS. it's PSP also. I think wasn't the PSP date pushed? Oh, something? it's possible. I, anyway, I you that. don't even care about that version yes. anyway. The 3DS right. and Vita, it's the, like, well, what is it, Hiroko? You can at least tell us what kind of game it is, if nothing else. Right? It's like a, well, um, hmm. Don't they call it a visual novel? Yeah, it's like a visual novel. It's a cinema so. in your hands. What the <laughs> Japanese, Japanese advertisement. Yeah, well, it is like that. So, you know, you're basically just reading through the game. And I finally got to the point that I could time travel. And I haven't time traveled yet, so I'm probably like haven't really even um, started the right. um, game mm-hmm. experience. But these visual but novels are really—I don't—they're not really popular, but they have their audience in Japan. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the guy who made this one, um, Jiro Ishii, yeah, Jiro-san. has made mm-hmm. pretty much the most famous ones ever. Right. He made right. 428. He made um, Machi Shibuya. Yeah. He made uh, what's the other one? Um, the one the big Four one two. back in the day. No, that I'm uh, not that one. He made one on Super Famicom that was really famous. Oh, the uh, detective uh, agency. Uh, no. Uh, well, anyways. No. Anyway, um, he made okay. some really famous visual yes. novels. Pretty much all the biggest ones. And this one is being put out by Level Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have to play it more before next time. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's but really pretty looking. The trailer is really it exciting. It is pretty looking, and the trailer was very well. The um, movie was exciting, and. Um, I am. I feel like you know. I want to continue playing it, so oh, it's interesting. If you played near, yeah. there is that kind of big text um, adventure bit in the middle. That was sort of a visual novel. Forest of Dreams, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be to be honest, I don't think this game will be popular overseas at all. It's not mm-hmm. the kind of genre that does well. <clears throat> but the if West. the story is good, I'm interested in playing. The story's it. Good. And yeah. the guy right. does yeah. have a. He has a history of making. Nine 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 was mm-hmm. like reasonably popular in America yeah. in in a I think a very also niche audience. But yeah, right. Yeah, and I talked to a friend that um, is playing it as well, and he was saying that, well, you know, he just um, went through the story and um, played the way that the creator probably wants you to play. Right. And then after that, um, he's doing his second run by doing, uh, like, um, choosing um, things that you're not supposed to choose mm-hmm. to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Do you save like, her or do you let her die? Let her die. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> every, every time. Yes. <laughs> die. Die. Die, 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 die. <laughs> and he's liking it? Well, he didn't seem too hot about oh. it because he said he fell asleep. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> he was playing. Okay. But then again, you know, he... Well, 
he's really he speaks really good Japanese, but um, he's not Japanese, so that、oh, might be one of the reasons why that you know. Yeah, you know, I I speak a lot of Japanese, and whenever I'm playing a game in Japanese, it's just kind of like I don't know. I start to glaze over it because yeah, yeah, it takes effort to do it. Yeah, yeah. even even if you understand that all, there's still like an extra layer of like、yeah. work involved that we、exactly. have to sort of process and、right. translate in our head, and that's、mm. yeah, that happens to、Sometimes、me when I play when、um, games. games in English. Yeah. So,、oh, yeah. yeah, I totally understand.、Mm. Mm-mm. So what else,、um, John? You had Penny Arcade three down here, but do you want to get to the news? No, I want to talk about that briefly.、Um, oh, okay. I, Penny Arcade three is because、um, I don't. A lot of people don't talk about those kind of games. Like those, Penny Arcade three is basically an Xbox Indies game and also Steam, right? And it's by the dude who made Cthulhu. That's like the word I can never Cthulhu. pronounce. Cthulhu, Cthulhu yeah, saves yeah, yeah. the world and、uh, Breath of. Death Seven, I think it's called or something like that. Yeah. Yes.、Um, so is this one? Like, it's a basically quest six- for the ultimate rape joke. What this one? Is? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's basically the third penny because the first two penny arcade games I think were like graphic adventures or something. I didn't even play them, but this one is basically like a love letter to sixteen bit RPGs. And、um, I, you know, I've played only about two hours of it or three hours of it, and it's actually pretty good because it's really well written. Because the、okay. dude who writes Penny Arcade basically, you know, touched up the script, and so it's funny. It's a very funny game, and I think if you like those old school RPGs, you'll dig it. On the other hand, like every battle is sort of preset. Like the enemies are there on the map, and they're in the same place every time, as far as I could tell. So it、I、feels、see. very linear. Like you know, you're you 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 have a it has a really detailed class system, so you can like change your job and you know learn what are some of the jobs.、Uh, I don't even remember right now. Um, they're like based on like penny arcade characters and stuff. Oh, like so that, can so. you you can be like the orange fucker or whatever? Uh, I don't I don't <laughs> know if you can be him, but you can be the um the like the cardboard like tube samurai is one of them. Okay, and, like oh, stuff okay. like that. Oh, that's cool. But um, you know, that's basically like a well thought out、uh, job system. But then you know, you're as far as battles go, I feel like you know every time you, you or another player go to the same area, as long as you fight everybody, you've both fought the same amount of battles. I don't feel like it's like a unique experience in that sense. I see. I see. Anyway, it's really good. Andrew Vestal, former eight four.、Mm. Uh, Uh, employee Andrew Vessel,、uh, who's also a huge RPG nerd, like loves the game. Like he、really? played all the way through it, maxed out everything. He's <laughs> freaking out about it. So, <laughs> formerly of the Gaming Intelligence Agency, for、oh, those of、yes, you who know,、yes. really、yes. awesome site.、Ah. So, I think that alone is probably a worthy recommendation if you like old school RPGs. It's worth checking out. It's cheap too. It's like five bucks. Oh wow, that's worth it. Yeah. All right. So let's get to the news. You're not going to give us a news jingle. Well, I was going to say, Hiroko, can you give us a Japanese news jingle? No. <laughs> and there you go. Okay, I just had to do it myself.、Uh, so let's start with、uh, um, pretty much what everybody's talking about. The、right、big、now. news. Ooh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> how you pronounce the new ninety-nine dollar Android-powered Kickstarter-funded hackable game console? Wow! Did you、hackable. like? You just did that all smooth. That was like.、Nice. Uh, that was. I was reading off this <laughs> wonderful、uh, article written by. Friend of the show, Michael McWhorter at theverge.com. Okay. Okay.、Um, basically, Ouya. Apparently, it rhymes with Ouya. Right. Ouya.、Um, Ouya is like the anti. Well, it's like the anti console. I don't know. It's actually, it's a. It's what John's a- Apple Utopia <laughs> will, <right> . will end <laughs>、oh. up being. I don't. I don't know about that. I think it's actually quite different from. Well, it's close. 
But it's open. Apple Utopia will never be right, open. Right. You will need strict clo- Apple credentials <laughs> to get into the Apple Utopia. It's a closed Utopia. <laughs> <laughs> Where, whereas this is Utopia, more like the yeah, it's the opposite. So uh, as of right now, it is closing in on four million dollars. By funding. the time you listen, it could be five. Who knows? It could be five. It very well, could be. It did like two million dollars in a day on yeah. Kickstarter. Wow. It is the most successful Kickstarter last, ever. Last night I went to bed. It was a million eight hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. This morning. Morning, I woke up. It was three million. Wow! Wow! Yeah. While Amazing. I was asleep, they made a million. And they made they hit their <laughs> yeah. goal. Their target, uh, their funding goal was nine hundred fifty thousand dollars. So they yeah. hit that in like a half a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I think the reason why uh, that happened is because I think this is going to be super fascinating to watch. This is going to yes. be a really interesting story. I think because it's, the, it's the beginning of something big. But let's yes. let's go, right. go on. Well, it's it's a ninety nine dollar uh, console that they are basically advertising as completely like open. They even say that it's hackable. They welcome even the hackers har- to hack even it. Even the hardware can be just like and the controller. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they, t- they told people just open it up and tinker with it. And it's it won't even like, void your warranty. It's kind yeah. of like that Android um, sort of philosophy taken to like the next level, which is right. they're putting out this this console, this open source sort of thing where basically people can, all you have to do is provide free content, which in their eyes means you don't even have to make your game free, but as long as you have a free demo of your game, right. you qualify to put your game on here. Hmm. Right. It's not super powerful. It's not like, apparently it's like, I was talking to our friend Rob, who's like kind of an engineer, and he was saying like, it's, you know, maybe comparable to like an Xbox 360. It, it runs on Integra 3. It will run Unreal Engine 3. Right. But it will not run it as well as your 360 will. Right. <laughs> and I think the idea is to take these sort of, the kind of games that are blowing up on, on, on tablets and phones and stuff, but be able to play them on a big TV yes, with a controller. Right. And they've been showing off with kind of uh, some of the bigger um, uh, mobile games that come out in the past few years, like Shadowgun and Cannibal and Minecraft. Uh, well, yeah, Minecraft and, uh, uh, yeah. I th- so, yeah, the, the whole idea basically is to sort of, you know, well, the reason I think this was so successful already, and I will say I backed it, but I, I, I backed it not because I necessarily feel it's going to succeed or not. I backed it because I'm super curious. I, I, there was one level of reward tier where at the time they only had 5,000. I think they have like 20,000 now because so yeah. many people have put in money mm-hmm. where you could get the console right. early, like mm-hmm. a week before it comes out or something like that. And I was like, well, okay, I'm going to want to, whether this is a train wreck or not, I'm going to want to be there for it. You know? Of course so I, you are the person. That's yeah, that well, <laughs> exactly. You're one of those. Want it at a at week least, earlier. at the very least, this can become a great collector's item. Yeah, if nothing else, and and actually the the other thing, the other reason why I did it is because at the time there were only five thousand, they were going fast, and it's like these guys. This is a there's twenty nine days, or I guess at the time of this is like twenty six or twenty seven days left, and within that time, they can convince me to withdraw my thing. You know what I mean? Like I don't have to pay until it's over. So like I'm going to kind of monitor this and see and how it goes, and if at the end I'm still feeling curious, then I'm going to go ahead with it. But I think a lot of people just want something different. And just want something new mm-hmm. and aren't really, it's not like they sat down, the people who put up money for this. I don't think a lot of people sat down and really thought it out. Like, does this really have a good chance of being successful? It's more like, this is awesome. I want to be a part of it. Uh, right. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. The idea is very appealing. The odds of it failing are very high, actually. Yes. I think. Yes. But, I mean, like, as a gamer, think about it. This is a console that comes with the software SDK. So you can make your own games. It's like it's like back in the day when I, when people were making Amiga games. Right. No, totally. It is. Right. It reminds me a bit of an Amiga. Game yeah. And sense. and like you know, it's fully hackable. If games stop coming out with it, you can just turn this into like a media center. Right. Yeah. Right. And they got that that dude who designed the uh, the what do you call it? Um, they got a famous designer to create the hardware and the yeah. uh, the, the design of the hardware and the controller. Right. He I, designed I, like the hundred dollar laptop. Right. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Of, yeah. Oh, the the laptop for everyone. Yeah. Right. Yes. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, the Jawbone Jam Box. 
Yes. Wow. <laughs> uh, the Herman Miller S A Y L chair, which mm. is a really mm. nice chair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, you know, so and they have some industry, um, uh, you know, people with industry experience kind of behind it. Um, they got a what's his name? Uh, Ed Freeze was Ed, yes, Ed Freeze. kind of pushing this, and a bunch of they got a bunch of developers like uh, Notch, even the, the guy who made Minecraft. Yeah, right, sort of yeah. like it was definitely if, seems if like this, really if this becomes like you know worthwhile, he's gonna you know provide his stuff for it and like. Whatever, but I think like I do think that there's a lot of this is just the quick like excitement. Uh, let's just we all want something new. We all want something different. Valve hasn't done it yet. The Apple Utopia right. isn't here yet. Uh, <laughs> this is something that we could jump on, get behind now, right. and it's only ninety nine dollars. Like, let's just see what happens. I think a lot of people probably almost expect it to fail, like, and want to see what happens. Well, see, and, th- there's a positive thing, even if it fails, though. Is the one positive things is it shakes up the industry and finally lets us see. What happens if you do completely open as opposed right. to, say, right, right. Nintendo, that's, that's Nintendo's what view about. of like everything clamps down. So it's like no longer theoretical. Right. Let's right. see what happens if we do it. And mm-hmm. even if it fails, hey, now mm. we know that this is what the problems right. could be. And that's actually one of the reasons why I contrib- why I, I actually contributed, too. I only did mm. the $10 one because I don't think it's going to succeed, but I want to see what happens if it does come uh. out. And also, they said if you pledge $10, you can choose your account name early. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the other I, thing. The industry um, like opinion is really divided. Like right. some people are really for it, some people are really I, against I, it. I, mm-hmm. I see ninety nine dollars, and I see Android, and I, that 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 for me is enough to be kind of curious. Android is appealing to you. Well, I mean, it's there are appealing it, things about it's it. I'm not, I'm not accusing you. I'm not accusing you. Are you saying on this Apple podcast <laughs> that you like? Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> hey, I used to work at Apple in. You know, like when a long time ago. When so. the Android Utopia comes, you're going to be the first one kicked out. <laughs> Thrown into the Android <laughs> River of Sticks. <laughs> I actually, my limited experience with Android was crap. But, you know, I'm not, that is not me picking sides. I right. actually honestly mm-hmm. did not enjoy the, well, it. It crashed about, like every the, day for me. So The it thing about this thing, is that the UI is, is going right. to be different from all the stuff of that course, we're used to. Of course. But, so, if I were Sony or Microsoft, I would be looking at this like, Hmm. How you know? Hmm. This could be potentially dangerous. Yeah, Very dangerous. Be, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, not that it succeeds or it fails, but these ideas. Yes, the ideas are, are, are in the market now. Are ov- obviously yeah. appealing to a large portion of people. Mm-hmm. Who are this willing. this this Kickstarter is not slowing down. Right. right. And that is where's it going to end up? I, I don't know. It's hit like ten million. Yeah. But that alone should be sending out signals to people in this industry, totally. like, uh, oh yeah, 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 I think, yeah, definitely. I think if you're a Nintendo, this probably you, they'll never admit this. You'll never hear this. But deeply on the inside, this would probably bother them the most. I think because oh, they're the ones Nintendo. who stand definitely. to yeah. lose the most from this. Like yep. Sony is already kind of like, with, well, we'll get to the Gaikai thing in a bit, but I mean, yeah. they're already looking into like alternative means. Microsoft obviously has a lot invested in like cloud gaming and all that sort right. of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Nintendo's the one with the most traditional model. Right. This is the thing that's most like, uh, this is like a direct shot on their like hull basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, aren't there, so that's going to be really interesting. Aren't there like PlayStation games on Android? Uh, in theory, yes. would work yeah. with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good question. I don't. I wonder if like, the like PlayStation on, on mobile the ex- stuff. I think Sony would have to be okay with that, probably. But but I mean, when you think about this, like even if this fails, if Valve comes out with something exactly right, like this, right, right, 
that's when shit's getting real. Yeah, I also exactly. wonder what Valve was thinking about all this Dude. because this mm. sort of sounded like something that this like maybe stole some of their thunder. Shit's gonna get real. <laughs> yeah, the real. one the one thing I think I think one of our friends on Twitter, Gabe Glick, mentioned is that the scary thing about this is if you can hack the system, you can make malware for the system, and yeah. that could cause serious problems if people just start shooting malware to everybody. I mean, it's gonna become a huge spam. Right. Fat, fat well, it, could be, there yeah. could be problems like that. There may There's not. There's probably be. a lot of stuff nobody's even thought of yet that's going. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's interesting. (laughs) Personally, I think there's going to be a bunch of problems, and, you know, people are probably not going to be able to, like, use the platform anymore. Too much freedom, maybe. Yeah, yeah, because of too much freedom. But I think it's really interesting. It's worth trying. Mm -hmm. I can't. Yeah, this is going to be fun to watch. This this made our, I think, ongoing news segments for, like, the next year a lot more interesting. Yes, (laughs) definitely. So, speaking of interesting announcements, uh, also, um, is it just me, or my E3 predictions slowly going from wrong to right? Wait, why? What, what else? Because Sony Computer Entertainment just bought Gaikai. Well, not just bought. Like two weeks ago, bought Gaikai for three hundred eighty million. Did you? Did you? I do three hundred million at E three hundred million dollars. <laughs> uh, did you predict I, that? One of my predictions for E three was that they were going to come out and be like, "We got Gaikai. We're going to have PS two games and blah blah blah." But it didn't happen at E three. So it you didn't were happen still at E three. <laughs> David Perry is like, "What are you talking about? I don't have anything." So what are you talking about? And everybody's like, JJ, you're so wrong. <laughs> I was right. I was right. So anyways, uh, Sony Computer Entertainment, not just licensing Gaikai, they are outright buying Gaikai Ooh, right. for $380 million. Gaikai is a cloud gaming service mm-hmm. that lets you play video games without owning any sort of video game. Mm. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, the here. Explain that a little more. But. Um... And it all works over the cloud, in the clouds, in the sky. (laughs) And um, so, according to my industry sources, industry sources. (laughs) It's not the same when you're doing it. I know. (laughs) Like, I need Mark here so I can be just the side guy instead of the front guy. Um, So I've heard, like, okay, everybody hears cloud gaming and they think, oh, I'm going to sit here for, like, I'm going to press a button and a second later something's going to happen. Which is my big concern. Which is a concern. Mm. But I have heard that, like, the lag is so minimal that it's, like, it's within the range of a delay on an LCD screen for your computer. That so sounds when, unbelievable to me, but I mean, I do. I, I heard the same thing you heard. Yes. And I, you know, it's a reliable source anyway, so hopefully they're not just being overly optimistic. And if that is the case, uh, hashtag game changer. <laughs> <laughs> this is the real game changer yes. because, I mean, think about all the possibilities here. Like, uh, I'm, I'm actually stealing this, but um, think about. What if, uh, John, you're playing a first-person... You're, you're playing a game online. I wouldn't be playing a first-person shooter, but <laughs> yeah. okay, yeah. Well, is it, then you're playing Spelunky or whatever online, <laughs> okay. and I'm like, John, I want to play with you, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't, own the, I don't own the game. Well, what if I could just play the game via cloud for, like, maybe, like, give me, like, a 60-minute a uh, uh, a time limit, and for free, I could join your game and play with you? Right, right. I mean, the concept sounds interesting. It, it I... A lot of people sound more interested in that concept than me. I don't know why, but I mean, maybe because uh, I'm more of a single player gamer to begin with. But, okay. But I understand the appeal of that. Give, and, give me, give me, give me. I want to hear from you guys. Like, what possibly <clears throat> could? I mean, aside from like the whole emulator thing that I talked about pre E3, what other applications could this cloud think? What? Come on, let's go deep. <laughs> you should have told me to go deep before because I, I hadn't really thought about that. Like I haven't thought so much about what I want from it. I've just been thinking like I can't really. I don't see 
so my big problem with Connect, I've been really down on Connect for a long time. I hate it because it's not one to one. Like it's it's sometimes it doesn't work at all. Right. Yes. When it works great, it's still only working like eighty percent. Like yeah, I right. need that. I'm an old school gamer. I need that like perfect. I touched it. It did what I wanted it to do. Feedback. Of course. And right. I feel like, but just by default. Even if it's like a millisecond, like this cloud thing is not going to provide that for me. So in a sense of playing games, I'm not that excited. But as far as like like kind of sideways that it might impact the game experience, I'm excited to see what they do. Like even just as far as we have a guest. Okay, sorry about that. We had a guest enter the uh, premises, but what I was going to get to real quick before we uh, talk about him is just that I want to see what kind of things developers come up with that are outside the sort of mainline gaming thing. You know, like mm-hmm. maybe there's something. I mean, cloud saves are a given. That's so simple. Right, right. I mean, right. I, I that's want not that, really right. Gaikai. Yeah. Well, no, that's just just cloud in general, right? But I just want to see. I, I haven't thought of it, but I do want them to come up with ways to make games better just by using this on a peripheral basis instead of like as the main thing. I don't really want to be able to like. Until it's perfect, I don't care if I could download the game or not because I'm going to be frustrated by the like input not being one to one. And that said, if the input is as good as uh, JJ's industry say, <laughs> then we'll see. <laughs> yes. So that noise you heard just now. Yes, that noise you heard just now was the entrance of one Rob Go Go Gadget Star Fox. <laughs> <laughs> um, La- a friend of the show, and actually childhood friend of childhood, either, or maybe childhood rival, maybe rival, rival, rival uh, of uh, one Shane Bettenhausen, um, so, uh, expert Sony shill. Right. Uh, so mm-hmm. Rob here is like an old friend of ours who was introduced to us years and years ago by Shane mm-hmm. because he come all the way from Kentucky. That's right. Yep. And basically um, used to basically. I, did you grow up? Where did you meet Shane? How old were you? So I worked at Babbage's America's Computer Software Headquarters, and he worked at Walnut Software. So um, ah, so uh, you guys were like mall rivals. Yeah, we were, basically. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like it was cool because you know I've been a hardcore gamer for years. I had imported Japanese TurboGrafx sixteen things and oh Dracula X before like I knew anyone else was as crazy as I was. Yeah. So I met this guy at Walnut Software, and he had the soundtrack. It's like, how do you have this? We need to be friends. <laughs> yeah, soundtrack to Dracula X. Uh, yeah, I think that's what it was. Wow. Yeah. So was he like a big fat kid? Or tell us something that people want. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Game. I want some dirt. On oh, say some dirt. Uh, he was notorious for breaking rules, coming in the wrong dress code. So we, I've seen his old Walden Software like write-ups where he would come in with like t-shirts and shorts and things that you're not supposed to wear when you work in a professional environment such as Walden Software. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So Shane basically, you know, is not, as far as I know, Shane can't, Shane has been on this show a number of times and he's Mm -hmm. kind of a fan favorite in the podcast scene, but I think he's not able to do that anymore as long as he's working for the, um, uh, the Sony, Sony Sony overlords. So (laughs) having Rob around is kind of the next best thing. Sadly, we're almost done. We've only got about 10 minutes left, I think, to the show, but, um, Rob will sit in now for the rest of the show at Hmm. least. Uh, what do you, what do you know about Gaikai, Rob? Um, Gaikai. So if I'm, if I understand, that's uh, David Perry's deal. Yes, and uh, we, we've gone over the cursory as like a cloud gaming thing. But how how do you know uh, how good is the technology? So the technology that they're using is actually pretty advanced. As I think you all talked about before, when we talk about latency and one to one gaming, the technology that they're using, the compression, they have these cloud based GPU servers that really do all the heavy lifting for us. Mm. And all you need is just a decent 
1.5 or 2 megabit connection, which isn't really that unpopular. Especially in Japan, where we have yeah. a super blazing fast internet. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Even the sticks of Kentucky, y'all, we at least have free, <laughs> we have free megabits, like just bare minimum. So right. I'm actually really excited that this technology can be levered for games and upcoming Vizio, set-top boxes, and for Sony. Yes. So uh, when you say that there's not a lot of latency, what are we talking here? Like, am I going to be pressing a button and it's like, okay, there it goes. Uh, uh, no, not at all. Not at all. I'm talking about maybe if you ever ping the server from like one location to another that's in at least the same region, maybe mm. like 200, 100 milliseconds. Now, you might notice that if you push a button, maybe Mario doesn't jump the exact second that you that you push the button. Hmm. But for the type of gameplay that kind of is trying to favor, like first-person shooters and things like that, it's going to be plenty responsive for what you want to do. I right? see. Yeah. So okay. those of you who so, have listened to Rob for like a minute already know that, unlike Shane, he is actually informed <laughs> and that's a little bit early. Yes. So, one thing, one thing is nice about having. I don't believe in fun. And I wish we could have had you on the whole time. We talked about Ouya as well, but right. uh, Rob knows a lot of shit. Yeah, Rob is like mm-hmm. very technically way knows way more about like tech stuff than probably all of us combined. Yeah, so. yeah easily. I, I'm very excited about the Booya Ouya project. Yes. Yes. I just mm-hmm. happen to have a Tegra three device with me, which right. I can show you guys later. But uh, mm. the the technology that they're using for the price that they're giving is really kind of sensational. Like this is a new thing to really enable like. Like my brother who wants to do homebrew type things. Like yes, he can right, actually right. has this device, plug it to a TV, get a real controller, and do something that all of us can play very cheaply. Hmm. So the one thing someone brought up earlier about the Ouya that is a potential problem is I think it was Brendan was saying how like what about if, you know, since it's so open and hackable and everything else, couldn't people very easily introduce like, you know, malware or like viruses they or whatever just that spread could throughout the whole network? Screw everyone. Like- <laughs> well, being that it's based on Android 4.0, and I'm a big Android fan. There are you have like seven Android gadgets in your pockets like, right now. Right? That's why the office got hotter when Rob got And everybody could hear that like thud that. on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Yeah, that's the Galaxy S3. That was Rob nice. whipping his dick out on the table. <laughs> <laughs> so there are security models in place in Android 4.0. The new Android 4.1 operating system, Jelly Bean, now supports things like encrypted applications. So things like piracy and malware and things like that should hopefully these should affect these things. Now, of course... Mm-hmm. Anyone? Oh, because the platform, the, the OS itself, is kind of designed to prevent that sort of thing. Basically. Right. Yeah. Well, right. that's a little reassuring. Yeah. So, so nice. but is is there a chance that the Ouya launches with four point one Jelly Bean or no? It could be. I mean, they just released the open source like a couple of days ago. Like you can go download it on your phone right this second if you have an open phone. And I'm going to assume that you know this platform isn't finished yet. The hardware is just there. The hardware was Jelly Bean was designed for this hardware. So yeah. it'll be shouldn't be any well. Relatively speaking, it shouldn't be that much to port to this platform. I see. Mm. Okay. Well, anyways. So there you go. There's the actually. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I always feel so uh, smarter after I. And, and again, I really like Tegra 3. Tegra 3 isn't like, you know, it's not going to compare the Xbox 360 or the PS3, but Tegra 3 brings a whole bunch of extra shaders, lots of gigaflops. It's, it, things will look good. How many gigaflops? I was going to say that is the first time the word gigaflops has ever been spoken <laughs> on E4 Play. Yeah. Um, off the top of my head, I think it's around 12 gigaflops versus how the iPad oh 2. Oh my god. Like <laughs> how, how can I hold all these gigaflops? <laughs> I was waiting for your like, Lara Croft. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so, something that's kind of more near and dear to our heart as localizers and people who game in Japan. Uh, and this is kind of like set afire uh, the internet recently but Persona 4 the uh, Mayonaka Arena Mayonnaise is, Arena the Mayonnaise Arena <laughs> Mayonnaise. is region locked 
uh, to, quote, prevent cannibalization of high-priced Japanese release. The Japanese, for those who don't know, the Japanese version of the game is coming out at 7,329 uh, <clears throat> 7, yen, mm. which equates to about $85. $85, mm. uh, And the American version is $60. And if someone from Japan were to buy the uh, Japanese version, which apparently has Japanese voices and You mean stuff the, in the, the U.S. Japan version, were to buy the U.S. Right, version. if someone was from Japan to buy a version... Yes, <laughs> um, it would cost around 4,800 yen. Yeah, they basically get the yeah. game for not half price, but yeah. fairly close to substantially price. cheaper. Yeah. Right, substantially cheaper. So uh, let me read a so they essentially, quote from Atlas here. Importing as great as it, is, as it is for gamers who otherwise can't get access to a title can also cannibalize the performance of a title in one territory to benefit to the benefit of another. While we're all one big Atlas family, the reality is that the dramatic difference between the yen and the dollar makes for a dramatic difference in price. So the decision was made, perhaps, at the expense of some of our fans, clearly at the frustration frustration of many to region-lock Persona 4 Arena. Now, there aren't many games on the PS3 that are region-locked. There are none. I don't, I don't believe there are any. Or if there are, they're like very small amounts so this like would be very the, special circumstances. This would be the first... So one thing I want to say just right off the bat: don't fucking price your game seventy three eighty five dollars. Exactly. <laughs> your own fault. To yeah. Begin. Yeah. So yeah. previously, I would I'm very guilty of this process because things like Rhythm Tengoku I didn't think would yeah. ever come over to America. So yeah. when I came here, picked it up, and then I was obligated. When it did come out to America, I bought it twice. I I doubled it. I, I know how you feel. Yeah. 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 But like, you know, this, <laughs> brother. Yeah. Yeah. This is available on both. Like you know. The solution is make the prices the same. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or, yeah. or yeah. not yeah. exactly the same, but based on the the yen dollar. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Which, like, which doesn't mean make the U.S. version eighty dollars. Obviously, it of means price yeah. the, the, the problem of gaming in Japan is that games are way overpriced. They absolutely. They're ridiculously priced. And this, you know, this isn't even this isn't even on the high end of gaming prices in Japan. I want to go to Sedek, the like Japanese kind of wannabe GDC, and yeah. just have a speech. And the whole speech is going to be, "Your shit is too expensive." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You are you, sell- you are selling a two D fighting game for eighty five dollars. Yeah. yeah, in right. two thousand twelve. And you know yeah. what? If you buy it for eighty five dollars, you're kind of stupid. Like, yeah. you shouldn't pay that much money for a game. Mm. Sorry, the kids love their persona though. Yeah, I mean, and it's probably going to sell well in this country, but it's just like. Well, at the end of the day, the whole thing, I, I was kind of against, I, you guys are all very against this, and I, I'm, under, I'm against it too. I kind of understand their reasoning from a business perspective, but I do think it's bullshit. I think that you should not be, when the whole entire platform is not region locked, right. this just sounds really bad. And it's like, you know, the the, the region locking of games, I, I tweeted that day something about how yeah. region locking was crap, and like a billion people retweeted me, like, because yeah. everybody hates region locking. Like, 3DS became a pain in the ass. Vita is a pain in the ass. Like, you should not have region locked games in this day and age. And it yeah. just makes no sense. Honestly, I feel like so few Japanese people would actually even go that route right. to begin with, right. that it seems like they just, all they did was they, they made a point of making themselves look like dicks without right. actually having gotten themselves anywhere. Right. I and I think they realize that, but I. But you know what though? That is a lot of money. Like if even ten thousand people eventually were to do those sort of importing, that adds up to a lot. I, see, I just don't see that well, happening. Even a thousand people. Yeah, I mean mm. it's you know Akihabara here, which is like the kind of 
electronics games mecca. mecca yeah thank you that's the word i was going for <laughs> is basically they have import games like day one often like so this you can true. get them like immediately and yeah. you know yeah a lot of people would just go that route and try to get the game for cheap mm-hmm. so, so still, it's crap and it shouldn't happen you want to talk about entitlement that's fucking entitlement yeah uh, right. so uh and, and and i i also want to say i think it's on it's it's the platform holder's responsibility and i'm not blaming this is not sony's fault in this case but i think it is the platform holder's responsibility to come up with the store system that allows people if, yeah. if I'm in another country and I want to pay with legally, basically, like with my whatever U.S. credit card to buy U.S. games, you should mm-hmm. not be able to stop me. And so I think like if people want to import stuff properly, let them. But otherwise, just make it so that the stuff isn't available to people otherwise. Like or don't mm-hmm. put all the languages on the disc. Yeah, like, just right. make it so yeah. like you don't yeah, want to. Exactly. Like <laughs> right. well, duh. Like we don't. You know, do it. Do it. <laughs> I don't know if I would encourage them to do that, but uh. for this specific release, for these specific yeah. reasons, if if you are a Japanese, like if you are. So so, okay, I don't want to like sound like I'm criticizing people who like Japanese voices. That's not the point. But like, if you are so into it that you want the Japanese voices, just buy the Japanese version. You don't need to have the Japanese. But then they'd voices. have to pay eighty five dollars for a 2D. Well, game. that's you know what? That's what you if you want it that that's bad, you get pay. it. You know, yes. that's what you do. That's like, cost to be the boss. Yeah. I just I just hate how it, it like this is a six year old platform. There have been thousands of games. Now we have this one game that decides you know to uh, go up against the precedent. Atlas of all companies would be the one to do this. Right. You don't and, really you know, think of Atlas as being. I don't I don't think Atlas North America wanted to do this or would have done this. I think they probably had no choice in the matter. Who knows who else would follow in this? So we gotta wrap things up. Sorry, we gotta wrap things up. Before we go, though, John Monster Hunter fucking four. Oh my god! Yes, it looks well. Okay, it looks like crap. It looks like shit. It looks like shit. But I believe there is a method to the madness. I, I and and me and John, we've ta- uh, talked about this a bit, like at length. Um, I'm pretty sure the reason why it looks as bad as it does is because the game's uh, scope uh, scope is much larger. Yeah. And I, I get the feeling there's no longer to be going to be any like. You know, sections where you're going to be loading between areas. It I sounds mean, like they're moving in that direction. Yeah. Part of the reason why Monster Hunter looks as good as it does is because it is loading just like this tiny little arena That's everywhere true, you yeah. go. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the assets can be higher res. They can look really great. But now, if they're streaming it and there's no loading, mm. well, then... Yeah, and they've obviously... Like this is by, So, we're talking about this because they just uh, sort of... They, they did a teaser trailer a few months back, right. a, a concept trailer, but this is like, they kind of blew the lid off Monster Hunter in Japan. Yeah. It's coming out in the spring. They put out the initial, like, trailer, showed a bunch of gameplay, talked yeah. about the, how, you know, you're going to have numerous villages instead of one, and there's going to be, like, this caravan that yeah. takes you back and forth, and you kind of choose your home base. You got to see, see some of the new armors, which looks so fucking New cool. armor looked amazing. <laughs> new, one new monster, at least. so yeah. Two new monsters so far. Um, some old monsters returning. Lot more vertical gameplay, so there's yeah. gonna be an element of like you know jumping on monsters and climbing up walls. It's all and like stuff. Dis- kind of destructible environments. A little well, bit. that's what it looks like. Yeah, I know they talked about a little bit that there's gonna be some destructive. That's my other reason why I think it looks like crap. Yeah. I bet you're gonna be able to just blow the crap out of the environment, like which. You know, think of like you know a monster like fighting a monster and like getting out of the way and like crashing through the wall or something and like yeah. some crazy shit. Going and, not, on. and not like predetermined, like or maybe you're, maybe you're like up on a ledge or something and it crashes you and you you, you know you lose your your positioning or whatever. Like there's yes. all different ways that the gameplay yes. could be awesome. But isn't that going to change the gameplay experience? Yeah, well I think it's, it's going to be a different. It. But this game. is the core team. This is the same director as Try, and I think that this is going to basically finally evolve it and. We just have to mm. hope it evolves in a good direction. But everything they've said so far as a like big time player, like, I can't wait to play it. Yeah. You guys, 
like the smile on your face is like you guys just saw it, it looks like crap right yeah, but, uh, but look well, how happy you guys are when we say are, it looks like, like crap it's the graphics we, we have we have high expectations so it doesn't I mean it, it looks average whereas the last game looked crazy beautiful like the, uh-huh. the polygons are kind of blocky and <laughs> it, it, the textures are kind of low res so on the ground it's so funny how you de- you're defending this because if yeah, this was a different just, game you, you would I'm be just, dogging I'm leveraging I, I I'm balancing out my I think she's got you yeah it's true you're right you're right it is a double standard but we have faith in this team because they have delivered before this yeah. game is the bomb like you Monster guys Hunter is just so love good. Monster Hunter like uh, so, so bad that whatever even if they give you guys like feed you dog shit you, you're, you're gonna be happy about <laughs> they're it they're throwing it down yeah. you know what I've never played a real Monster Hunter game that I did not completely fall in love with and yeah. think it was awesome and this looks really exciting gameplay wise so, so as a technical guy I'm actually looking forward to how they take advantage of the new platform that they're doing some yeah. of the special features that they could do I, I don't know what they're gonna be playing on doing but I imagine walking around like Aki it's gonna be insane yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. some sort of some sort yeah. of uh, really awesome uh, street Pass stuff. Yeah, they're going to carry over some of the stuff they learned with 3G. They said they developed them almost concurrently so that they could test stuff out on 3G. Yeah. And if it worked out, they're going to use it in four. And Come test. By the um, way, I thought I thought this was kind of stupid and like a, a really dumb thing that Japanese game the Japanese game industry likes to do. But like when they announced this game, like one of their big like news items was like, yeah, we're calling this one Monster Hunter. Four. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that was so lame. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not gonna be Quattro or whatever. Actually, actually we call it four. Like I was, I was at Capcom Summer Jam yes, where they were, properly actually. announced the event, and they always have like the the like the the MC is it's like a lady usually yeah. here in Japan, mm-hmm. right? And then the navigator, yeah, she, what they call them. And then and then uh, I think his name is Tsujimoto. 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 He was like. Dude. Monster Hunter Four, and then the, and then the MC was kind of in an awkward tone, like is for the correct subtitle. Just give the wrong name. Like, to she, was, she was like in Japanese, for the Ideska, you know, <laughs> awkward pause. Like right. it's like nobody cares. <laughs> but that's the, that's the level of uh, I guess you know fan craze right. there is in Japan about it right. that they because you know it was dose and try. But uh, they they did say the reason that they did that is um no sorry I lost the question. I know they I think they said that they wanted to they wanted to emphasize that they're sort of taking this in a bit of a new direction. A new direction, yes. They yeah, but you know what? Whatever. Uh, I'm still sad that it's 3ds. That's never going to leave the American part of me is always going to wish that this was on like Xbox 360 More or power. 720 or whatever. <laughs> mm. But you know what? Maybe, you know, with the with the Portable 3rd, the last PSP one, you were able to play it on PS3 eventually with the sort of HD remastered version. Uh, Me too. Yeah. Like I want them to put 4 out on Wii U eventually like in like full on, you know, even it's going to look better. Like mm. the textures can be fixed and, you know, that will be the way I want to play it hopefully. Maybe the hopefully. developers can come up with some cool interaction with Four on the Wii U and the 3DS or the mm. tablet. I'm looking forward to that type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right. Also, uh, uh, also a friend of the show, Christian Svensson, who's uh, one of the higher ups at Capcom USA, recently he oh, teases a lot the, about the, Monster Hunter. The people get upset about Sven it. That yes, people yeah. He's actually hate. he's a really good guy. Yeah. I've known him for years and years. I feel, and years. I feel really bad for him because uh, his hands are tied. Like, he's, I wanna, I, he's an executive, I but he's tell, trying to communicate with the fans. Like, people, yes. pe- right. people don't understand. That's not easy. I want to. I want to. I want to speak directly to Monster Hunter fans. Like, dudes, like give him a break. Give him a break. He, if 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 he could just tell you whatever he knows right away, his last update, he would do it. He said mm-hmm. that uh, they will have some sort of news for people yeah. by the end of the year. To me, that is a set timeline. He is not. Uh, yeah. the news is yes. not going to be. We don't have news. They're going to have some news by the end right. of the year. Yes. Have faith, people. Yes, trust me. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see what happens. Okay. So and I guess that's it for them. So.
Yeah, Rob, I'm super bummed we couldn't talk to you more. Like, because, like, in the the five minutes you were here, you've already, like, spouted more intelligence than we've had in, like, 51 episodes. We definitely have to have you back sometime. Yeah, I'd love to come back. And, you know, unfortunately, work was getting in the way of more important things. Like, coming Mm -hmm. out and hanging with you guys and talking games. You're busy building, like, the Hadron, like, portable Hadron Collider or, like, a time machine or something. I'm not allowed to talk about social business, but uh, (laughs) it's all good. Hope to come back. Yes, please, mm-hmm. definitely. Next yes. time you're in town, we'll make sure we, we start a little earlier or do it when you're available. But. Yeah. So, uh, John, you want to let the people know where they can find us on the internet? You could find us at Giant Bomb. Uh, condolences to our buddy uh, Patrick Klepik, too. His yeah. dad recently passed away. Um, oh. His dad was awesome. Like We've known Patrick since he was like... I don't even know if he was a teenager yet. Well, we knew him since he was like 14 or something yeah. like that. And uh, Back when he was making his dad, videos. his dad let like Greg Seward and CJ EGM guys go to his house to visit him. And like his dad would take him to E3. Like he was too young to go to E3 yeah. mm-hmm. to get in. So his dad would go to E3 with him just so he oh, could get that's in the so show. Awesome. That's awesome. Super yeah. awesome guy. Recently mm. passed away. So um, yeah, our, our hearts uh, and prayers go out mm. to uh, him and his family. Yep. Yeah. Um, he's also kind of one of the main reasons why we're now on Giant Bomb too. Yep. Yeah. He's our hookup. So um yeah, uh, Patrick, I uh, hope everything's going well with you. But um, you can find us there, Giant Bomb. Yes. Um, you can also find us, uh, there's always a gaff thread. We love gaff. Yeah. <laughs> Some mm-hmm. of us love gaff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can find us at 8-4.jp. Mm-hmm. Find us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't gotten many uh, new reviews on iTunes lately, so hook that We're up. getting lonely. Uh, <laughs> and uh, also, please uh, buy our remix album. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, the, what's it, the English name? The Sillian Steps. It's now Sillian. available on iTunes. It is. It's on iTunes finally. Took um, it long enough, but we... Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, it's finally up. It's also on Bandcamp where you can give it the 8-4 bump if you like. But yeah, we that totally uh, affects us directly, so we really appreciate it. And it's mm-hmm. awesome music, too. It's a, yes. Yeah, it's a beautiful album. Uh, and I'm on Twitter, John TV. Alex, what's your Twitter? CVX Freak? JJ? Uh, SPRSK. Just SPRSK. Don't Sorry. confuse me. <laughs> Hiroko. Hiroko 8-4? Brendan. Brendan Beyond. Rob, are you on Twitter? Or is it top secret? Uh, it's top secret. It's top oh. secret. <laughs> well, you can just send all uh, complaints or uh, praise to Shane. Yes. Uh, courtesy <laughs> Shane Watch on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, he will filter everything personally to yeah. Rob. He uh, will write it out, handwrite it, and, and mail it to him. The phone mm-hmm. is getting ready to go off, right? No, okay, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so right, that's it. Uh, we'll be so back in two weeks. Mark will be back. I will be gone. Yes, you will. I will be in L.A. for a few weeks doing top secret things. But, um... Secrets. Top secret. <laughs> I'll miss y'all. Aww. Aww. Uh, and that's that. Who's taking so, us out? So, yeah, who's taking us out? Uh, Alex or Rob, Rob, why don't you take us out? Uh, you listen to the podcast, don't you? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, at the end of the episode, we have someone say something silly into the microphone to just take us out. Okay. And look out, world! <laughs>
sour, too sweet to be sour, funky like a monkey, ooh yeah. It's still. Turn. 